This is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is the one other thing, episode 27, my friend. My God, do they add up. That can't be true. It's just crazy, isn't it? 27 of these. Wow. So, uh, you know, welcome one and all. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. Well, welcome to the uh, family, the Tudor Army, if you will. And uh, if you are a long-time listener, welcome back. Glad to have you with us. And it is again Thursday, my friend. Yes. I've not seen you since the last show. Yeah, I mean, this is a show about nothing, and we keep failing at that. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I have to admit, I am a listener, and uh, I've not completed last week's episode. Um, I've been busy. I don't well, know what to say. It is our longest episode ever. Uh, that there's that too. Dude. Yeah, um, and I did note though that I was wearing the exact same fleece, and uh, I haven't changed in a week. There was I, a, I've been wearing the same clothes. A TV show that one time he goes, "This looks like the same thing I, I last time, but it's an entirely different shirt." That's fantastic. <laughs> I I um I wear like four outfits if that because it's what's it's on top. A uniform. It's it is yes. called the uniform. The, <laughs> the uniform, uniform. I will be wearing the uniform for uh, the rest of the year for certain. But the uniform consists of, of a pair of khakis, a long sleeve t shirt, and a fleece. That's yeah. just that's what I wear. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I have a similar uniform, but you know, it's not khakis. Usually, it's shorts for no matter what, for the most part, and a shirt and uh, and a shirt on top of that. Uh, see, I'm one of those people that's down just here. perpetually cold. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it sucks when you live in New York and you're perpetually cold. Yeah, I'm perpetually hot, which is weird. Yeah, I I was I ran hot when I was a kid, and yeah. that apparently uh, froze out of me. Hmm. Yeah, it must be all the caffeine I drink. There you go. I drink a lot of caffeine. It's not working. <laughs> I use I drink espressos. Oh, yeah. See, Mickles has asked, you know, uh, for one of our anniversaries, which, boy, I, I got to get on the stick there. That's coming up. Um I was asked if I wanted an espresso machine, and my response was, I can't wield that power. <laughs> That's I'm yeah. not responsible enough to have an espresso machine. <laughs> well, bear in mind, I have the Keurig version of espresso machine. It's a pod. You pop into it. You close and it. Hit start. That's even worse, though. You yeah. just see me. I'd be shaking like I, I've had 130 of them yeah. today. It is a lot know, more caffeine. Just, like, it wouldn't be good. Yeah, I can have... Two cups a day. I have one in the morning and one in the afternoon, and it keeps my battery running. That's all I need with espresso. With coffee, it takes more than that. Oh, I drink coffee all day, every yeah. day. But if I drink Red Bull before playing poker, I'm guaranteed to shake like a leaf. But I noticed last time we played poker, which we played poker a couple weeks ago, and I won the trophy. He did win the trophy. <laughs> it um, hasn't been. It's been in my house for so long. I, I almost yeah. miss it. And I realized that I shake. More because I do get excited. Yeah. But usually I pound the Red Bulls too. And this time I didn't. I had one Red Bull. I got you. And then, then your wife liquored me up and I was like, cool as a cucumber. Well, it's hard. I mean, <laughs> when you get a really big hand and you get yeah. that jolt of adrenaline. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is hard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those uh, who don't know, if you're playing poker and someone's shaking, you know, you, yeah. you kind of want to be careful because that might be because they got something really big and that yeah. adrenaline is coursing yes. through their veins. But you can't trust me because uh, sometimes I get adrenaline on a broken straight. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't. One, two, three. No. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't have gone on. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yes, it happens. It does happen. But uh, we're going to, you know, it's Thursday, and uh, I have not actually, we have not even communicated since last week's no, show. No, I could tell you were busy. You usually send me a joke here and there, but. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nothing. Yeah, just uh, trying trying real hard, my man. Uh, seems It actually seems to be working. I can't complain, um, but uh, definitely balls to the wall lately. A lot, yeah. of, lot, of, uh, lot of stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of my winding down season because, you know, the whole point is getting the school up and running, you know, before yeah. the fall semester. Now it's kind of like 
you're kind of winding down. We don't really do projects in the winter. Sure, and you're getting ready for the break, and then they all come back again. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then then next year it get all crazy. And then you're getting yeah. ready for the summer. Summer yeah. is your sweet spot. That's you our gotta, busy time. Well, yeah, that's when you get the work done. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, I um I'm gonna hit my uh, slowdown period. Um, God willing, in like 15 years <laughs> 15 when years. I stop working. When it's time to retire. Yeah, because yeah, gotcha. <laughs> there's I'm just uh, all city miles, folks. It is balls <laughs> to the wall all the time. It's all I know. It's all I know how to do. Yeah, it's like full throttle. I don't know with you. I, yeah. I don't know how to half-ass things. It's yeah. either do them to the best of your ability or don't do them at all. Yeah, but it takes practice. I mean, if you let me take you under my wing, I'll show you how to half-ass it. That's fantastic. <laughs> I think I might need to learn that, actually. <laughs> yeah. I might need those lessons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, being neurotic as hell helps, so, mm. you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a good combination. But, uh, I, you know, I'm going to jump right into it. No particular order here. Um, okay. You know, I read uh, read a little bit of news here and there, um, and I wanted to bring it up. Uh, well, first of all, PS4 has got a bunch of sales going on right now. Oh, that um, makes pr- sense. <laughs> primarily, they have a bunch of games that are like five bucks or less. I mean, cheap. Um, I'll be frank. Most of those are games that look like they're worth about five bucks or less. Um, <clears throat> however, the... Need for Speed. It's just Need for Speed. It's like five bucks right now. And oh. uh, it's a great game. Absolutely yeah. love it. I still have it installed. I'm all installed. <laughs> yeah, I think that the games you buy now will still it'll continue to work on PS5, even if it's a, you know, if you get like a, a, play, a PS Plus version. Nice. I think they'll still work. Oh, that's sure pretty groovy. Will. Yeah, so. I didn't even think about that, that, to be honest, but they're probably tied to your account, so that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, I think that, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I saw a lot of things on PS5 that is making me excited for it. Yeah. Do I need day one? No. Day two, three, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's going to be you'll buy it when it's available, like when you can. Yeah. Um, I did see an article where you can buy a PS5 controller. Oh, see, that the controller would be interesting because of the, the new features of it. You know, apparently they hit Walmart, so you can find the PS5 controller. Apparently, oh, it's apparently not as much fun without the game system, though. Yeah, because it really would just be the same old, same old. It wouldn't have any of the new feature set applied to it. Oh, I don't even know if it'd work with the PS4, but probably, yeah. I suppose it would. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I might have to get another controller because I dropped my Xbox 360 uh, Xbox One controller, and it acted funky. And when I dropped it. Oh, so. that's funny. I, mean, I have a broken Xbox One controller, too. That's funny. Uh, send mm-hmm. me a link for what you find, what you're going yeah. with. Because... Well, remember, I go wireless whenever I do it. I'm good with that. Okay. Um, I still... Um, that's a funny thing. And we yeah. may have talked about it on the show. Maybe not. Um, and there, I looked at the camera. Good. We're good. We're good um, for the show. <laughs> yep, we're good. And back to us. Yep, exactly. Episode yes. 28, if you want to see more. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I still behave... As if the wire is there. Yeah. Be- after a lifetime of conditioning, <laughs> even though I have a wireless controller, I will still move my leg to accommodate the wire when I'm getting up. And it cracks me up when I do it because I'll catch myself doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, there's just no wire there. <laughs> Someday you're going to trip and you're like, how? How? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> how did I trip over nothing? Fa- phantom wire. I have, that's what it is. It's like a phantom wire. A phantom wire. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. Um, years of conditioning. So, uh... The other thing I read was uh, just, it was a teaser kind of article, but it basically said that that whole um, Bethesda purchase with Microsoft there, yeah. that there were inklings of something 
where they may not be supporting all systems. Oh, they might be pulling at maybe new games. I could see the new game. They already have some established well, I, contracts. I mean, not for nothing. This Microsoft spent a lot of money at, yeah. on that. You got to do that at some point if you're Microsoft, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I don't blame. Them. I and mean, I have a PC, so it's not going to bother me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know, you said there early on. Oh, yeah. that's not going to happen. They're still well, going to release, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, yeah. The, the the asterisk was not with any games that's coming out anytime soon because there's already contracts in place. Yeah. But like Starfield, which is supposed to be their space version of uh, Elder Scrolls. Okay. When that eventually comes out, I bet you that would be Microsoft only. Okay. You know, yep. I can see that. And I'm fine with that. I'll play that on the PC anyway. To your point, you talked about the um, Microsoft Triple X series, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Um, the latest one having that package that you can do the computer version as well and just have access oh. to the games. I forget what they call it. It's Game Pass, but one's like uh, PC Game Pass and the Xbox Game Pass and Ultimate Game Pass is on both. Um, to point, man, that's getting yeah. rave reviews. People are loving that, saying that's like game changing kind of stuff. Yeah, no, think about what that, you spend. Yeah, pun intended, Ooh, by game the way. Changer. Well, just think about <laughs> what you spend in a year and we can spend $10 a month. And you know, play all these games day one. They come out; they're released. You know, That's so. pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't. I, I I don't. Only reason, one reason I've done it yet. I got a back catalog. Yep. I, Once I catch up on back catalog, which I'm trying, and you'll see in this episode, I've been ooh. trying hard, Ringo. Wow. They've been trying hard to catch up my back catalog. When I do, when I catch up, majority there's gonna be some really old games I'm not gonna get to, but like the modern games I purchase, I'm gonna get to those. Especially this next Christmas break or whatever, I'm just gonna like hit all those games. But once I catch up, then I'll get the Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's the yeah. same reason. I think I said, uh, I don't know if I said it on, on air or I mentioned to you, but I saw Red Dead uh, Redemption 2 on sale yeah. the other day. And I'm like, boy, that's a good price. I'd actually buy that. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. I yeah. just, I don't Same have time. the time. I just. I don't know why I bought it. I did buy it like $10 off. So I, I could have waited. And I played it about two hours of it. I loved every minute of it. And then. The game starts opening up, and you're oh, like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, this." Is, you can tell why you're playing the game when you first play it. It feels very claustrophobic, but that's because it's a tutorial mission. Yeah. Then once you get to town, you're like, "Oh, I can go anywhere." Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> whatever I want, go anywhere. Yeah. And I spent the next two hours just dressing my cowboy up. Of course, because as one does. Well, you can't go out venturing until you look the part. Well, sure, you got to make sure it's very important. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I did. Just like a normal Grand Theft Auto game, I had to worry about you know my vehicle, you know my horse, and my you know clothing. And your cosmetics, yeah. Cosmetics needs to be. I, I yeah, I have to look what unique <laughs> when I go out cowboying. That's a new word. Cowboy. Cowboying. Cowboying. Now a verb. A verb. I want cowboying. Um. That's awesome. Well, yeah, that's a, that game is just going to be, it looks beautiful. Everything I've read about it is just like, holy crap, you need to play this. It's fun and realistic. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm going to lose myself yeah. forever. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> it's on the list. Yeah, that, plus that game would be hard to like multitask with. Exactly. It'd, it'd oh, you, oh, I want to devote. Yeah, that's yeah. a game you want to devote yeah. where like, okay, you are the primetime show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so I played it and it was really cool because it starts out like in a winter scene and they yeah footprints and everything. It's like you're there. It's crazy. It's, yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I did enjoy for the couple hours I played it and I do recommend it. <laughs> but just so I, many games. Yeah, I'll get to it myself. <laughs> so I shouldn't have purchased it like six months ago, but I did. It happens. Yeah, yeah. you you like I I think I dare say I have more patience than you do when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's some things like I'm can't wait because you know what we're 30 days away from uh, 
Cyberpunk 2077. It's yeah. gone gold. It's happening. I it's, did not pre-order that yet. I, I You don't have... At this point, it doesn't matter yeah. because you can just order it and download it. But I just get it from GOG Games because they get 100% of the money. Yeah. But, yeah. It, I'm going to get the, the uh, deluxe edition where it kind of comes to your house and installs it for you. <laughs> installs it for you. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much what it is. It's going to be a download you know, yeah. for me. So I'm ready for that. That's, um, that's my kind of game. Yeah, that's probably going to be your Christmas break, or well, actually, no, you're gonna. That's going to be Thanksgiving, I guess. Yeah, well, it's going to come out. Yeah, mid-November. So yeah, so through Thanksgiving, I took Thanksgiving week off of work. So I'm amazed that hasn't been delayed. It's been it actually has been delayed uh, again. To this point. Oh yeah, no, they said it's happening finally. They said yeah, it's gone gold there, which is the lingo saying we're we're done. The final version's been written. Okay, nice. Yep. Um, it looks, oh, the gold image. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it because that's definitely my kind of game. You know, the I RPG, don't even know what sci-fi. kind of game it is, but I heard, yeah, I heard RPG, I heard sci-fi, and investigation. They threw in Keanu Reeves, and I'm just like, well, shit, you had me on the first two, really, but yeah, okay, now you're just now you're just landing on thick, and and at that point, I was like, I don't even care what kind of game it is. <laughs> and I think you could potentially romance Keanu in the game, so that got a lot of people excited. It's fantastic. You were, you were one of them, weren't you? Yeah, come on, it's, it's he's Keanu. a human fountain I mean, of youth. <laughs> it's Keanu. <laughs> it's Keanu. That's I don't care great. what you say. <laughs> well, you know, um, that you know, I literally wrote down one other topic other than uh, our usual, you know, what are you section. But then again, we've t- said in previous shows, this yeah. kind of all just what are you. Um, uh, that's my list. <laughs> wow, you've got a list. I don't think you come with a list now. Well, but. it's probably similar to yours. It just, uh, it's t- typed. So it just looks pretty. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Really, it's probably the same thing you got there. <laughs> well, this was, um, this is a great story. I don't know if I've told them on this show. I don't think I have because it's completely inappropriate. And, um, you know, if I haven't I'm offended ready. you yet, um, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll apologize yeah. now. But, uh, it's just funny how life works, and what I mean by that is, uh, it's a it's a nerdy story. It's a um, it's, it's a game system story. So, I got a Nintendo Wii, and uh, you get it and you set the thing up, and you you know you make your own character that is you and stuff like that. Yeah. And one of the things you do is you name your Wii. So I name my Wii, and I you know I I'm I make myself laugh. I'm telling my jokes myself jokes constantly. So I, t- I named myself, uh, my Wii something, but it doesn't matter because seriously, who the fuck is going to see that? I don't plan on playing online anyway. Who's going to yeah, see that? I pretty much, I think I set mine as default, the Wii. I think it's called Wii. Yeah, so like who's going to know the, anything hmm. about it? See, that's a great plan too, folks, but this is where your strategy goes wrong because one day your house gets broken into and they steal a bunch of shit. Amongst with, I have to say, they're very selective, too. They took, like, yeah. my Wii, but they, they, they left, like, a quarter of the game. So they're like, no, that, that game sucks. And like, no, so they you, picked which game. So they, you know yeah, as a kid, then. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I thought you just got laptops. I didn't know about the Wii. So, you know, the police are at my house doing the whole thing. They're literally doing the Prince thing and all that. And um, they ask a question that, seriously, how would they even know to ask this? They're like, well, when you, you get a Wii, you, you name it. Uh, what was the name of your Wii? <laughs> oh boy! Like, Never thought I'd be really. Asked. <laughs> and Mickles is next to me, and we're a room full of police officers. You know, it's my my living room, yeah. and uh, I'm like, um, really? You need to know that? She's like, yeah, it'll help identify if you ever plug it in and go online. I'm like, it was we tarted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't know the story. I mean, seriously. I never thought that was going to come up. Like, 
and I think I'm witty. It was retarded. <laughs> How'd the room take it? <laughs> oh, everyone died. They were like, that's the greatest thing ever, and Mickles is punching me. You know, yeah. the punchline with Mickles is yeah. usually the same. It's oh, violence. Okay. Um, but yeah. yeah. That. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's one of those, she's punching me and laughing oh, too, because... Yeah, people oh. didn't see that coming, but... Wow, no. I'm just like, how have the gods arranged this one? God damn, that's funny. Oh, it's like it has a lisp. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the story of how the name of my Wii <laughs> came, you know, I got to say it to a group of people, and how you should be careful. I've known you for how many years, and you've never told me that story? Isn't that a good one? Yeah, it's a great story. Yeah. You shouldn't be holding that one back. Because, uh, yeah... So uh, yeah, my my apologies to anyone with a, anyone with any kind of mental illness or mental uh, handicap or whatever is the proper PC nomenclature that I'm going to fuck up anyway. <laughs> um, so that being said, yeah. Wow, that's just I, I, I don't know. I like it. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I honestly don't know the name of my new Wii. Um, <laughs> I I'm hoping it didn't ask me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. I do things like that, though. Uh, I leave little surprises for myself, like, all over the place. Um, You know, uh, just uh, funny naming conventions and things like that, you know? Um, But anywho. (laughs) Yeah, so that's my retarded story. Um, I know I read some other gaming news, too, but I can't. I'll be damned if I remembered any of it to write it on my list. And uh, I don't know about you, but that's a new trick I do where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to add I'm that gonna... to my list. And then I get back to my list and I'm like, yeah, nothing. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. I think the only gaming news that I was into is the um, like the alpha or beta release of Baldur's Gate 3. And it just looks like a blast because, one, it's, you know, it's, you know, the original Sin people, they already knew they could make a good RPG. Mm-hmm. But then they take this and they apply it to the you know, the D- story we know, the uh, environment, D&D you know, the D&D, I think, 4th, 5th edition. I forget which D&D rules they're using. Yep. And then they go and you can, like, you can push people. You can be in different levels and, you know, you can have advantage in levels, too, when you fight, too. And it's turn-based. And I'm like, it really screams, like, it has a way more, you know, it's it's more than Original Sin because you, you can, you can, the playing field matters more. So yep. for strategy. Terrain's making more of a difference. Yeah, and it sounds like a blast, and I can't wait till they release. Right now, when you play the game now, it's only part of the game. So I, I, I really want to play it really bad. Yeah, but... But you, I want to wait, too. Yeah, it's only Chapter 1, I think. Yeah, so I really want to play the game. Did you ever play through Original Sin? It seemed like a good game, but... I played through it, most of it, and I think it's a good game. I just... I, I wasn't into the lore. I never really could get into the lore. Okay. And I'm not I, I might give it a go another time because it was a well-made game. Yeah, it looked it was, beautiful. It was cool and but it had some bugs. I would get stuck. But this one I I know the lore, you know? Yeah. So it's I'm going to be I can tell and be more into it. There's definitely something to be said for that. I don't know what it is, yeah. but having grown up with D&D, knowing yeah. knowing the rules at some level. Yeah. You know, like I know what Thacko is. Yeah. You know, um it, it's handy. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like you grok more, you yeah. know, of, of how the inner workings is going to work. I love how you use grok too. Have we even talked about that? That's N- a uh, no, it's a stranger in the strange land. Yeah, it's Robert Heinlein book. Nerd, um, great book too. I definitely recommend <laughs> I, it if you. I don't um, read. Yeah, I was going to say if you know how to read, it would be a great book for <laughs> yeah. you to read. I, I've read I've read that actually within the past five years. It's still a great book. Yeah. Um, and uh, groking things was just 
having a thorough understanding of something. I mean, understanding it inside and out. And uh, that was that was the term grok. I don't know so much it's ever been used anywhere else. but uh, No, but if you Google grok, it, it's been only used in that book. So it shows right up. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, exactly yeah. what it's about. Yeah, you know? and it's just this thorough, complete comprehension. And uh, I love that you incorporated that into your lexicon, my friend. Because I like, I think it's a great word. Um, that and capital. I think capital should be used more. I, I'm having a capital day. Oh, okay. I was going to say as in currency? or Yeah, no, no, capital. Uh, yeah. I'm feeling capital. I'm going to take that word back. Um, and grok. I think those are two words that should be used more often. <laughs> you got it, governor. <laughs> governor. I feel just capital. <laughs> I'm just like, it's a great word. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a positive word. <laughs> I, I think you should use it because people don't generally understand what you're saying to them anyway. So what do you have to lose? Yeah, not really. Yeah, that's definitely the truth. <laughs> but no, but I like using grok because one, if someday somebody's going to get interested in what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And they're too embarrassed to ask you. So they'll have to Google and they're like, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's all I'm hoping for, really. But yeah, I understand the word and, and I, I think it's useful to explain that you really, really, really understand the rules. <laughs> My uh, boss uh, referenced to Kobayashi Maru. Ooh. And I was like, wow. wow. I'm like, I don't he need... cheated. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even need to uh, Google that one, yeah. sadly. <laughs> yeah, you have to be a certain age, old age group to understand Kobayashi I did, Maru. I have to admit, yeah. though, I did Google it just to confirm, but oh. I'm like, is that really... I'm like, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's a good the, reference. That's the simulation that yeah. uh, Kirk cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, good, good reference. Yeah. yeah, no trick stuff. Uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's the unwinnable uh, exam. It's funny, though. I wouldn't think I would know that level of lore and it would, yeah. it would stick. You know, once again, it's just proving I have no control over what I do and do not remember. Yeah. It's just random. Well, I think it's been used in, like, pop culture since then. So it kind of, like, it's more. it wasn't just isolated to that one, you know, episode of the Star Trek movies. Did it grow a beard? Did it grow a beard? Yeah, Spock, you know, the show got better. I'm just saying. <laughs> And I got and Charlize uh, agreed to watch Star Trek: The Next Generation, mm-hmm. so I was worried. I'm like, because I'm going to introduce her to an old show that could be campy. Is it going to suck? And for how long? And I looked and thank God, season two is when he grew the beard, so we don't have to oh, wait okay. that long. Nice. How many seasons was it? Was that it, for it was a while? Like, wasn't it? it was like nine seasons. It wasn't yeah. like ten, but it was. That's a uh, lot, though. It's a lot, you know. But I, I haven't seen it in such a long time. I remember parts of it. And I remember Will Wheaton, he just wanted to punch him, and thank yeah. God he wasn't in it you know, very long. I think he left, too, at the second season, so that's probably why the season was awesome. Okay. So the, yeah, I don't really remember too, too much of it, but I know it was on all the time. It was on, and yeah, and I don't know, it's just like, I, don't, I watch a show called Angry Joe, and there's mm-hmm. a guy, and he just convinced me, he's, uh, he's, his name is Alex, and he's like, his favorite show ever, and he goes, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. You I know? mean, it's got Patrick Stewart, I will, I mean... Yeah. Patrick Stewart's fucking awesome. I, I don't care who you are. That dude's amazing. Yeah, there's um, some cool parts of the show. I, de- I guarantee it's not as campy as the Babylon 5 I watch. So it's, I think it's be um, easier to watch, is what I'm trying to say, even though it's 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I mean, Patrick Stewart alone, that'll carry it. Yeah. It, it, it's, I'd rather watch that than Red Dwarf. Well, yeah. I mean, Patrick Stewart's awesome. Yeah. But, but I do love Red, Red Dwarf. I love me some Red Dwarf. It's funny as hell. But it's, uh, uh, there's a lot less episodes. So this, Red one, Dwarf. this one's going to crush you. What? I'd take Star Trek Next Generation over Babylon 5. Well, of course you would. I would. I wouldn't, but... Patrick Stewart all day long. Patrick, Patrick Stewart awesome. would kick Tron's ass. Tron was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, Patrick Stewart wouldn't, but he'd be like, number one, kick Tron's ass. Yeah, it's true, yeah. And that would be it. That guy, yeah, Riker's huge, you um, know. So, yeah. <laughs> Riker would kick his ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. What are we talking about? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so actually, yeah, that, that was yeah. my that was my list as far as uh, you know, pre what are you 
topics. But uh, what's on your laundry list? You got you got so much oh. stuff there. I'm intrigued. I'm dying to know. Well, my list is pretty much uh, what are you? So I got what movies I've been watching, what TV I've been oh, watching, okay. what so, I've been listening to. Okay, so uh, what are you what are you playing, buddy? I think we start there. What okay, are, we'll what start. Games I have completed. Well, it's only one game. I was so say, that, Jesus that, Christ, wow, it's been a week. But here's my problem. Games are like movies. So I played a game called Evil Within 2. Okay. And I played it, and I looked at my save games, and I played it to chapter 7 or 8. All right. And there's 14 chapters. So I go to play it again. I'm like, well, I can't start there. I'll have to start all of over again. Of course you do. Yeah. Because there's a story. So I have completed Evil Within 2. Oh, nice. And I can give you my honest opinion of it. It is, uh, it's a sequel. As okay. In, as in sequels go. Okay, so not as good as the first, but was it... The story is not as good as the first. Was it worth watching? It's yeah, the game. It was interesting. I would say the story, because the game really is more story than gameplay, if you ask me. Okay. Even the first one was more story than... Well, game... Because, yeah, even then the story was more important because the story is trying to scare the crap out of you. Yeah. And this game, the best moment in the game was like, do you remember Beacon? Here's some things from Deacon from the first game. I'm like, oh, oh. this is the best part. So when I realized that that was the best part of the, the flashbacks sequel, to the, the flashbacks first game. to the first game, I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> but the game was worth playing because it was um, it was a better made game. The game itself was better, but the story wasn't as good. There was more. Okay. There was a then, uh, that makes sense. A larger sense of horror and urgency in the first game. Okay. The, the second game didn't really have... It had a couple moments of something chasing you, and you're like, I gotta get away, or I'm gonna die. And then yeah. it just suck your soul out of you. But That's the key, though. Yeah. You have to you have to care. Yeah. Like, believe me, lots of games have done the chasing, but yeah. if you don't really care, yeah, it, it's not... The chasing, the giant boulder coming to get indie is never scary when you're just like, whatever. But if they can loop you in enough to where you're like... Fuck! I gotta get out of here. It's not even my guy anymore. It's like I gotta get out of here. It yeah. makes it great. But I will say that if Evil Within Three comes out, I will play it because I was this, gonna ask. this wasn't. I'm not saying there was a big pile of steaming garbage. Yeah, it was a good game. It, it just, looks good too. It just wasn't. And it, yeah, everything about it was better. The weapons were better. Um, it was just more interesting. That it became more of a zombie game. Yeah. Though so. You had a lot of zombies chasing you in town and stuff like that. So I honestly can't say if I have Evil Within Two, but I want to say I do. I definitely have the first one. The first one definitely awesome game. So and another part, there's one part that really disappointed me in the game, in their storytelling, because they stole, in my opinion, a whole plot point from a much better game. Tell me if this rings a bell in any other game you played. And I know you played it. It's Mass Effect. No. But but you're close. It's one of my. I just like guessing. It's one of my top no ten. It's, it's in my top ten games. So you get to this guy, who is a psychopath, mm-hmm. and he likes to murder, with art. So art is murder to him. So he murders with art. So okay. Yeah. He so exactly. Por- so he, they stole the uh, Bioshock thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Bioshock. They literally the same. You know. Was everything it creepy as fuck? He couldn't have been as creepy as Bioshock. Bioshock really nailed that. Bioshock nailed it. They really got the disgusting factor of the murders in this one. That's what the game is. It's more bloody than okay. anything. So, for example, he loved to like take these pictures in the game, which freezes time. So he'd like shoot somebody in the face, yeah, and then take their picture, and then you would go and find them, and they'd be like slowly spinning in this weird box, and with blood shooting out their head, and then reset. Yeah, and then it would just keep redoing that yep. over and over again. 
So it definitely had the gore version down, but I'm like, yeah, this is gory, but Bioshock did it better. Yep. As soon as I saw it, I was like, this is Bioshock, right? This is the Bioshock scene. <laughs> it was creepy in Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah, Bioshock had atmosphere. It yeah. was just dripping with atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah, it had it had an air and it, ooh, yeah, it was just that was well done. So yeah, I was actually glad when that sequence ended because to me it dragged the game down sure. because it wasn't a short sequence in Evil to, Evil Within Two. Okay. You had to fight this guy for many levels and chapters and try. He kept on getting closer, then he got further away. You know, it was the whole like Princess Another Castle kind of thing. Yeah. And so you eventually get to him, and and you literally shoot him in the face. And I'm like, oh, and that was easy. Nice. <laughs> it was like that wasn't hard at yeah, all. Yeah, were you cheating like hell or no? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. But but still shooting this guy in the face with one bullet, it shouldn't. That's oh, not you, the cheat. No, no, no. I hear you. you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. That was like I shot you guy in the face, and that was it. There wasn't anything creative. Yeah. You know. So, but again, it was a good game, but. You know, if the first Evil Within was an eight or a nine, depending on how much it scared you, and this one was probably you know one or two notches below that. Okay, you know. so that's where you're weighing in. You're gonna give it yeah. a six or a seven. Then? A six or a seven, or okay. a high six. You know. Okay. Yeah, it, 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 six is probably too low. It's it's a more than above average game. It's well done. In fact, I probably would like the game a lot more if Evil Within never existed. <laughs> The okay. first game. The, knowing the first game existed takes us down a notch. I got you. So it's somewhere in the seven-ish area, yeah, though. Yeah, seven-ish. And the other one's like closer to eight or nine because uh, it, the opening scene. That man. opening scene alone, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. That, that just makes <laughs> that yeah. is worth the price of admission. Um, yeah, I, I definitely have to go back to that one day because that was Yeah, you have to start so over good. no matter how far you got. Cause oh, it's absolutely. Because like you, you, you have to – because it's like a movie. You need to know how it progresses I to that point. fully agree, and that's what I meant earlier by you have to invest in some games. Yeah. You know, like that's why we avoid the Red Dead there because that's not a, oh, I'm going to play for a bit and then I'll play some other games mm. and I'll come back to this. No, you're, you're going to be in that. Yeah. And uh, – yeah, I, I do the same thing when you've been away too long. I don't know what the magic number is either. Yeah. But there's a, there's a threshold. And once you cross that, it's like, shit, now i got to start over. Yeah, it's like i got to start over. And, and <clears throat> fortunately, it didn't take that long to get back to the same chapter. So mm-hmm. the game doesn't feel very long. Well, and I mean, first keep in mind, too, longer. it's all the little things that yeah. you got hung up on the first time that yeah. now you just breeze right through, so yeah. you, don't, you don't think about it. But. Yeah, yeah, because you do have deja vu, and you're like, oh, I know how to get through this. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Because I knew what to expect in the first eight chapters. I'm like, oh, I already know I can, because you end up in this this uh, town, and yeah, I already know where to go. Exactly. Things yeah. like that. So those yeah. little efficiencies you don't realize, but they yeah. save, they do add up. Yeah, so it went much quicker. So and then so my goal this month is still the Halloween month. Uh, uh, my next game is gonna be uh, Metro Exodus because okay. that's considered a horror game. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I did purchase that game. It was on a pretty good sale too, and I like the first two games. Okay, and I kind of like the story, and it's basically a zombie game. Yeah, they're fun. Down to it, running yeah. around shooting things. Yeah, yeah and you're Russian. Yeah, so. That's cool. So yeah, that's it for game. So that's cool. So, so, so that's cool. <laughs> it's cool to be communist and shoot zombies. Yeah. I dig it. Yes. Um, so that's the uh, yeah. That's it for games for me. That's awesome. Any games for you? Um, yeah, actually, I have a little to talk about. Actually, you know, there's something bothers me. I'm going to jump to music for a quick second. Okay. We talked about Fleetwood Mac the other day, and yes. um, you know, I'm going to run a tangent on this one. Yeah. Um, I keep getting there. It's now a thing. The dreams challenge on TikTok. It's just basically people doing weird shit, singing to a little bit of uh, dreams, drinking cranberry juice for some reason. Yeah. Ever since this guy did it. Yeah. And then Mick Fleetwood repeated it 
and you thought yeah. that I thought that was the pinnacle. Yeah. I saw yeah. what possibly would be the pinnacle. I'm I'm afraid somebody might be in trouble, and I hope they're not. But uh, yeah. it was uh, I believe it was an army dude, but he's drinking his cranberry juice and he's doing his sing along, <laughs> and uh, then he pans the camera and you realize he's actively parachuting. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> And uh, I was like, okay, that that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hard to top. Drinking cranberry juice up in the air. That's but yeah. The thing that bothered me is you mentioned the chain. Um, yeah. And I'd actually said a quote something about, oh, I love that. Um, time put a spell on you that you won't forget me. That's actually from Silver Springs. I love that song too. Oh. <laughs> and I just I applied a line to the wrong song and it bothered me. But I did go and watch that. Uh, L.A. Mirage uh, video that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah. The parents was, are fighting. It was an awkward... <laughs> yeah. But they did actually... The music was good, though. But I think it was one of the best versions of the song because of the passion. It was... Yeah. It was definitely awkward, though. Yeah. yeah you know, they were looking... They were singing at you, but they were facing each other yeah. at multiple points while they were singing on stage. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's when I looked and, and right in the comments, at least when I watched it, the first comment, it goes, I, I feel like I'm watching mom and dad fight in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so sorry to jump for music for a minute, but I'm telling you, that's the kind of crap I obsess with. I'm like, yeah. oh, I applied it to the wrong song. Wrong song, yeah. Um, I got well, a lyrics thing to talk to you about, too, when we get to my music. Oh, fantastic. Uh, but um, what were we talking about? Games? So uh, I'm yep. playing basically uh, Need for Speed Payback, which is that one that just came out. And, uh, well, it just came out. It just came out as far as free on the oh, PS4. Free. Just free. Yeah, um, free. It came out to the perfect price. <laughs> I literally have to say, uh, and it's unfortunate to say this, I got to say, I think it's my least favorite in the series. Mm. Um, that being said, it's all right. It's It seems to be a bit grindy unless I'm playing it wrong. Mm. But um, you seem to have to do a lot of races. Um I think I kind of figured out a trick, but uh, we'll see. Um, either way, you look at it, though, you're cruising all over the place, uh, doing crazy shit in cars that you wouldn't normally. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I, I'm surprised at how much I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. I don't think I ever played a racing game where I would like, I would do this in real life. I don't think I ever thought that oh, <laughs> yeah. in any kind of racing game. Yep. Especially Mario Kart. <laughs> I, I actually have a trick for this one race, and it just makes me giggle because it ends up it's a race against one other guy. <laughs> And this is awful, but it's great. Um, I have no idea how close they are when it comes to racing me, because the first thing I do is I T-bone them, or I ram their side, basically, get them sideways, T-bone them, flip them over, and then I take off. And that messes them up so much that it takes them a minute to kind of recover and turn around. And uh, that's my uh, current winning strategy is you just ram your opponent pretty much off the road first chance you get i kind of did that in the spectrum parking lot once that's another story oh that's fantastic (laughs) but uh yeah so i'm playing that um i'm mostly playing that actually because i know you can play it now so if you ever uh want to play that let me know and we can make that happen yeah i did click it so i can just download it anytime i want now yep because you have to i don't know if there used to be a rule where you had to click on it with before the 30 days is up I don't yeah. know if that's true anymore because I can, now when I look, I can see games from like last month too. Oh, can you really? Because I get yeah. reminders like, hey, you better go do it. Yeah, I feel like that they might have relaxed a little bit, at least in like current month and last month kind of thing. Well, there is a weird overlap period too, yeah. so you might be in that. But um, the weird yeah. thing is they send you that reminder whether you've done it or not. Yeah. And I'm paranoid, so I'm like, oh shit, did I forget to do it? And then I look, I'm like, I already did this. Just making me. Yeah. <laughs> You're speaking to a crazy I must have cl- free games. Yes. Exactly. That's my favorite game out <laughs> there is collecting one. free games. Yes. 
Um, I don't even know what Epic is giving anymore. I just go on there every week and get it. It pops up and yeah. I I don't even look at what it is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I love that game. It looks interesting, but I'll probably never play them. Mm -hmm. They're doing an Observer remake and and that just made me say, boy, Observer was one of those free games on Epic and man, that game looks good. I actually installed Observer and started playing and it looks like my kind of game, but I don't have time to play it because that one requires a lot of, it's an investigation game. So you really have to pay attention to what you're doing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not like shooting. You know, it's not like Doom. Doom, yeah. you can shoot and drink coffee at the same time. It's a, it's a pay attention <laughs> detail kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So yeah. So that's all I've been playing. Not a lot either. Uh, just uh, again, been busy. Yeah. But uh, what are you watching? What am I watching? <laughs> all right. So everything. Again, everything. <clears throat> so let's start with um, let's start with uh, movies. Wow. So, <laughs> So I've watched several movies, many of them, and most of them were uh, are you know are you know the horror genre, but a couple sure. aren't. Uh, talk about the two that isn't horror. Uh, one called uh, Anola Holmes. Oh, we watched that. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, yeah, um, it's got a uh, Millie Vanilli, Bobby Brown in it. Yeah, number eleven was in it. I really can't Mi- believe that's her name. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Brown. Yeah, I know. It's Millie Bobby Brown, but I call her Millie Vanilli, Bobby Brown because <laughs> it's more fun that way. Wow. And the movie had a horrible, horrible, horrible plot hole in it, and I couldn't get over it. Which ones? I'm like, what did the mother's point? What did what did she serve at all in the movie at all? You know, I was only half paying attention at best, you, and I guess I just they, really wasn't. You didn't care, and yeah. you know what? The, the game. I think the movie really went out of their way to make you not care. I, I, I have to admit, I didn't. It was a nice movie though. Like there were pleasant sounds coming from that side of the room yeah. as Mickles watched it, and I probably. Played Was Need it, for Speed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually regret it. I was excited because Superman was in it. And he served like just by no point. And nobody had a point. Really. I'm upgrading him, I think, to The Witcher. The Witcher? Oh. I think I am. Superman it does happen on occasion. Wow. Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to upgrade him to the... Uh, Especially if Witcher 2 and, comes... Yeah, when that's going to be awesome. Props to him. Yeah. Henry Cavill? Is yeah, that Henry Cavill. Boy, yep. how the fuck do I know his name? I know. Where to go Witcher? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I go with The Witcher. It's easier. <laughs> I remember from the Tudors, he was, uh, you know, his number one guy. Okay, the Tudors was good. That I was a good like show. show yeah. yeah, he ended yeah. up killing him at the end, um, which wasn't good because he, and it was the biggest regret of his life. He said, Henry VIII. Yeah, no, I know we watched it, but yeah, um, it was a good, good show. He was married to the woman next door. The other movie I watched, which is on CBS All Access, is called Console Wars, and that is sounds worth in, watching. Sounds intriguing. Yeah, basically, it what takes place in you know from the seventies up about the very first video game, and said, "Hey, here's a couple of little dots bouncing back and forth," and they show the father of video games, and he Pong? goes, "I think, yeah, I think," and he actually has a black and white video. Uh, I don't know why it's black and white in the seventies, but apparently this was in black and white. He goes, "I think this uh, um, will make him money someday." <laughs> yeah, think so. Yeah, and think I'm, you're onto something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I forgot how many billion dollar industry the game industry is now, but it's you know it's it's more than five. I think it's like fifteen or. Higher billion dollar industry. Twenty twenty is going to be breaking all sorts of records. Yeah, yeah, because everyone's playing their games. Yep. So then it t- basically, in a nutshell, this story, Console Wars, is the story of Nintendo, of how they took a giant chance of creating a video game system on the tail end of the Atari bomb mm-hmm. that like took down many companies. And the whole ET thing and the whole landfill stuff, and Nintendo taking a chance, and then Nintendo becoming this monstrosity, this jerk, who yeah. their unfair business practices where they say, "Oh, you want to sell our stuff? Yeah, you can't sell it if you want our stuff." 
Yeah. So they were like unfair. And then the story of that, and it was a, it was a good story. And people from Nintendo were really passionate about Nintendo, and they and they they're okay with what they did. We have no problem until the government got involved. Oh, I don't think Nintendo deserves to be in business, quite frankly. Oh, the, They've yeah. made such poor business decisions that just karma and fate should have them out of business at this so, point. I thought it was just because of the PlayStation thing, but I didn't realize that they should have been out of business back then. And they're lucky that Sega made bigger bad choices. But in the beginning... <laughs> it's the world we live in, folks. Yeah, it's the world we... Yeah, they, they, they outdid them. So so basically, the, the story then pigeoned, pigeoned... I don't know, it just... I don't know, leapfrogged into Sega of how they started, and they go, okay, who's going to go against Nintendo? They have 95% market share. And Sega did, and they did it by making fun of Nintendo, and all, and they marketed it, because Nintendo marketed toward uh, pre-teens. Yeah, kids. And Sega says, no, we're, gonna, we don't, we're not going to go off that market. Yeah. We're going to go after teenagers and adults. I think that was a smart move, too. And they made fun of them. I saw the... I, I was really young at the time, so I didn't really see all these commercials. But they were, like, really dissing Nintendo. And they show kids in malls and stuff saying that, you know, you know, Nintendo's for kids and Sega's were, you know, what we want to play. Yeah. And, and then um, Walmart was another company who refused to sell Sega because of the deal with Nintendo. Oh, that's fantastic. So Sega purchased every to, went to the headquarters where Walmart was and purchased every sign on the road for Sega and built a store in front of Walmart. Oh, that's great. Place Sega here. And they got so big so quickly because of all that stuff and how everyone thought it was awesome that Walmart goes, uh, yeah, we'll sell your stuff. Okay, nice. So they broke into the market and there was a time when Sega itself was outselling Nintendo. Okay. It had more market share and it was lasting pretty good until um, the American version of uh, businessmen and Sega, there were, the Japanese were listening to them. And at one point, they just stopped. They're like, we're not listening anymore, even though they're the ones that's, that said, Let, let's do this, and it made a difference. Yeah. And then Japan was like, no, we're not doing that. And then um, you know, Super Nintendo came out, and then Genesis, and then yeah, well Genesis came out when NES did, so it was NES first, and Sega came out right after that. Then SES. Uh, you're forgetting Master System. Um, well, in this video, this is what they showed. They showed when the mass market. They showed NES. Then they showed Sega Genesis. They actually sold Sega Genesis, and then Genesis right after came, that came out. We'd have to check the timeline because yeah, Genesis came out closer to the Super Nintendo. It may have come out first, but um, it came Master out first. System yeah. was the competition from Sega for yeah, and when, I don't think the that, NES. Yeah, that, I don't think that broke the thing until they came out with Super, uh, Sega Genesis. That's mm -hmm. what took the market share from Nintendo. And then Nintendo's like, yeah, no, you're not doing that. We're coming with a Super Nintendo that's better than yours. But then the, what really made it bad, and they're showing all the TV and everything, sh showing all the market and what happened to it. And what really hurt Nintendo was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. When Mortal Kombat came out. When we couldn't rip his spine out, it <laughs> yeah. sucked. And they were like, so, and then after that, the war. So right now, Sega was on top. Nintendo wasn't number one anymore. Although, you know, the, the SNES was a better machine. It looks so much better. The graphics are so much better on it. But they didn't have blood. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely did not have blood. Did not have blood. So that's when uh, Sega started making the Sega Saturn um, to, to come out to combat the SNES being better. So mm -hmm. they started making the Sega Saturn. And that's when things started getting bad because Silicon Graphics, big, huge company, was making awesome movies and, they and you know, CGI and movies, went to Sega and said, hey... We have a new CPU for you guys. If you want to use it, it'll change everything. And the guys in, in America said, let's use it. The guys in Japan goes, no, it's a waste. 
Nintendo 64 has that chip. Yep, of course. Yep. <laughs> so that's that was a that pretty much took down Sega. 64 crushed. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it before. It's it's an amazing yeah. game system. Totally crushed it. But then they at the right the end of the story. This is worth a Sorry. worth a watch. This console. I don't think you hit me. Okay, good. Um, I think it's worth a watch because then they then they showed the decision that led into uh, Sony PlayStation. Yep. <laughs> and where that how that came Did about. Did somebody lose their job? I hope so. Yeah. So basically, and they showed in the in the end. Um, what do they say? Like Sega, I forget if if which model it was Sega um, at the time of the PlayStation One. What was that? Sega Dreamcast. And then, yeah, some, yep, and then Nintendo 64. Right. And then the Sega Dreamcast sold like 15 million units. And then they showed Nintendo sold 30 million units. And then they showed like PlayStation, PlayStation like 200 million yep, units. Exactly. Like totally Just destroyed crushed. everybody. Yep. Everybody. Great so, system. So it was a fun watch. I So I enjoyed it. It was like an hour and a half. It was a full movie and I really enjoyed it. PlayStation 1 was a good system. Yeah. It was. Great system. You know? Um, yes. So, so that's what I watch, Console Wars, which I highly recommend. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I'd watch that. So. Yeah, that was uh, worth watching because it was just fascinating because I, I don't think I was alive back then. Um, and I didn't realize all this stuff was happening. Is just, it a horror because of the graphics? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best graphics ever. Uh, no, it was cool because uh, it was like I can understand why my brother ended up with a Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. you know, and because he was the right age at that time. Exactly, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's the cool one again. That's the cool one, yep, exactly. Yeah. Marketing, and, yep. And it'd be so funny that when Nintendo 64 game it came out, they were saying the exact opposite thing. Well, remember Nintendo too, was the cool one. Yeah. And remember, too, that... Um, Street Fighter changed everything, I'm telling yeah. you, because before that, the Genesis had only the three-button controller. They had to come yeah. out with the six for yeah. uh, Street Fighter, basically, and uh, Nintendo had that natively. Yeah, I, I simply bought the uh, Super Nintendo because it looked better. Yeah, it was, it a was cool, that simple. It was a cool unit. Well, Sega, they got really stupid, because how many people really would buy, what, the Sega Genesis with the pad, then you put the Sega CD next to it, then the Sega 32X on top of that. Oh, it was yeah, a monstrosity crazy, yeah. by the time you are done with it. Yeah. My brother had it all. It's awesome. <laughs> Just crazy. It was a monstrosity. So they they had it all, and they screwed it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had it all. Because yep. they were making more money than, than Nintendo at the time. And Nintendo, they're just they're cocky sons of bitches, those yeah. Nintendo people. <laughs> it, 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 it is crazy. They do make crazy mistakes. But yeah. uh, again, they've got a lovable uh, group of characters there, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. But they, I can see why some people would say, hey, that's more preteen in market that they're after. Oh, absolutely. And, and Nintendo they, said, yeah, we're not changing what we're doing. They're we're catered all, to family, yeah. yeah always will. And, and yeah, you notice they really haven't changed that game. No. No, that's their market. Yeah. Although it's funny because that's not really their market still. You yeah. know, like it's there's still more adults playing games than there are kids. They are, yeah. Um, yeah, like that. Uh, what's that game that everyone went crazy for? That um, um, you're just farming. I forget that farming simulator that came out on Nintendo. Oh, uh, Harvest Moon, that thing. No, no, that um, Haley likes it. Um, no idea what it is. Um, so farming simulator. I are you sure it wasn't like a Facebook thing? No, because people I know people like uh, maintain their farms and God, I have to say, any of those games that require me to check in constantly, like it where it's a requirement, yeah. um, they count me out. You know, like if I get rewarded for checking in daily, I'm good with that. But if it's a requirement, like just count me out. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, that's the one. Damn it. Oh, that's not the highest selling game. Um, it is twenty two point forty million copies. Uh, Mario Kart is higher. It, 
Deluxe, Mark, eight Deluxe. I can tell you, I haven't played Animal Crossing, but Mario Kart's probably better. It's a great game. Yeah. A lot of people love Mario um, So, yeah, people are probably yelling, like, it's Animal Crossing, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I haven't actually gone back to Mario Kart at all. I haven't played that in ages. In fact, last time I played that, I think it was with you. You were yeah. whooping my ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so what else are you watching, Mike, man? All right. So then I decided, I saw this article. Um, some people, I don't know I don't know if this was a college thing or this magazine, they decided to hook up heart monitors to a bunch of people and play a whole bunch of movies. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I saw that list. Yeah, so I must have been, yeah. Uh, enough, the yeah. fucking... Uh, I forget who did it. What the hell is the name of that monster? It's a single, the Boogeyman or... Boogeyman? Candyman? No, it's on the list. It's one of those. The uh, Babadook. Babadook, yeah, he was on the list. So. Uh, I was surprised. I was like, really? I didn't think yeah. he was that good. Well, I, it's not, I can tell you with absolute certainty. Just because it's a, it had the highest heart rate, because I watched the number one movie with the, the biggest heart rate, jump scares yeah. ever, it doesn't mean it's a good movie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And here's the funny part is, like, I went and watched this movie, and I'm, like, watching the movie, and within five minutes, I looked at my wife, and I go, yeah, we've seen this already. <laughs> oh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, so the movie's called Sinister. All right. And that was the highest one where it was considered mathematically the scariest movie ever. Yep. You know, they're talking Exorcist. They're going back and watch, you know, they watch all these horror movies. And um, Exorcist wasn't a list as far as um, some moments that was scary. I was going to say, that's more of a slow many. burn. It's yeah, a slow I don't burn. think that's a, your heart is racing. Yeah. Sinister is an Ethan Hawke movie. And it's, oh, it's, it's that is scary. Yeah, it, it's, it's a solid meh. And there is maybe two jump scares in it. My my heart did not go up at all in this oh, movie, okay. so it didn't do it for me. And I was sad that I watched this twice. <laughs> I'm sure Ethan Hawke's a nice dude and, and all that, but uh, yeah, he's sure. a smart dude too. So he wrote a lot of the movies he's in. Um, you know the good ones and the like the, the rom coms. I haven't seen the good ones. The good ones like the Midnight, um, the one where he's always arguing with a girl. Remember the one that uh, there's a uh, three movies. Like I know what you're talking before about. Before midnight, the min- yeah. after dinner, after Quarter lunch, after six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Those are good movies. I, I think Michaels like has watched them. Yeah. I have not. I like them. But yeah, um, they're basically. I would, but I'm a dude. Yeah. Sorry, people. Just gonna resist. <laughs> um, um, but anyways, you ever seen the one? My, she hated. I took Charlize to the theater to see a horror movie with Ethan Hawke, where the whole world is vampires. Yeah. Um, and then they they're trying to get out of being vampires. So is that they, until dawn or something? It's, or it's not that, but it's dawn? yeah. After, I don't yeah, know. After yeah, I liked the movie, but no one else I was with it liked it at all. They yeah, it was I saw that movie. They're going to get coffee, but it's not coffee; it's blood because the whole world is vampires. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was a cool twist. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, not good. Okay, so I'm not getting. Uh, so now I'm going to start getting into the better movies now that I watched. Okay. So so far has been Console Wars is yeah, all right, but the other movies kind of sucked. Uh, Charlize was. We watched next after that a movie called the uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. And how was that? And it was uh, meh plus. <laughs> meh plus. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I like the concept of it. Uh, the actor was great, Brian Cox. Great actor. You ever seen Cox? <laughs> I'm trying to think. He was in Rob Roy. He's been in a bunch of movies. If I show a picture of him, I'm, I'm sure I'd know him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brian Cox. But anyways, it, it was a pretty interesting story because, you know, basically these, they're nice people basically, um, you know, performed an autopsy on a murder victim that was found in somebody's basement. And as they start working on her, things start happening. It's, um. Oh, like paranormal such? Paranormal stuff. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, I love him. He's yeah. great. Uh, he's the father in um, Succession. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would call him, <laughs> the father in Succession. But yeah, he's good. You know, he's a great... So yeah, he's so he's a, a corner in this. And so it gets crazy. I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, they shouldn't have worked on her. <laughs> okay. Put it that way. It did not end well. <laughs> so she did not like being uh, the autopsy? No, no, no. So I guess she wanted to be cremated? Yeah, I think so, but um, I'm not sure that would have helped. Okay. Yeah, they tried and it didn't work. So <laughs> it was very bad. Boy, that's interesting. So does Jane Doe kill everybody? It's yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, that's great. But it doesn't. Yeah. Is it worth watching? Um. Uh, oh, Matt Plus, you'd say. Matt Plus. So it's worth yeah. if you got nothing else you feel like watching. Yeah. And you know, it, it, you, it, I'm not saying you would regret every moment of your life for spending some time watching this movie. You'd yeah. be like, all right, that was all right. That was a solid. You would give it a solid meh. Okay. You'd be, you'd be able to make it through it. It's not like a bad movie where you're like, oh, I gotta turn this off. Kind well, of thing. with you anyway, I have to yeah. subtract like two <laughs> yeah, two, two grades scores. anyway. So your meh plus re- yeah. equals lands right in the uh, yeah. Don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. Um, and then after that, I watched a lot of movies this past week. Um, Charlize was like, oh, um, I'm in the movie of a, a mood for like a sci-fi horror. I'm like, okay, I'll find you a sci-fi horror. I like how specific she was. Yeah, so I was like, oh, here's one. And it's called The Endless. Ooh. It's a newer movie. And basically, it's a low-budget movie uh, filmed like in a back lot. And it was genius. Nice. So Absolute genius. That's a recommendation if ever I heard one. Yeah, it was It, it was quirky. Um, the, apparently, the director-writer, um, they want to save money. So there's two directors, or t- one director and two writers. I forget how to go. But they're basically the main actors, too. Sure. So it was just, and they're well-acted. I mean, there's, there's nobody in the movie you recognize. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all like. You know, people are probably, they all friends or something. I'm but, telling you, dude, I, I always root for the underdog. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, so what, you know, basically it's, the whole movie takes place in a camp that uh, a lot of people thought was like a, um, you know, a suicide cult. Okay. But uh, so these these two people, their brothers used to live there when they were kids. So the one brother just wanted to visit, you know, because they got a videotape from one of them. So they just wanted to revisit to see how they're doing. And it's it's not a super slow burn. It's actually pretty decently paced. But but when it starts unfolding, what's happening, and is it really a suicide cult? And then the, I think the tagline is, is these people in this uh, camp are maybe more sane than they you first realize. Okay. So it's kind of it's, it's interesting. A, it's an interesting. So I don't want to give any more of it, but it, it's worth a watch. It's All definitely right. way better than um, the autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay, Definitely. The Endless. All right. The Endless. I highly recommend that one. And this one, I recommend it, and it's a hard recommendation for me because you had to read. <laughs> oh, my God. I words. Know. It's uh, a Spanish movie called The Platform. Hmm. And um, that movie was interesting because apparently they have a prison system that is, I'm not going to say how many floors it is because that's a plot point. But let's just say uh, they know of like a hundred floors, okay. And it's a square with an open hole in the middle. Yeah. And every day you wake up, and uh, every month you wake up in a new floor. And what happens is, in the very top floor, they fill it up with food, and it slowly goes on one level. And by the time it gets a certain floor, there's no food left. Yeah. So then people end up like. You know, it's, you can't really change floors on your own. You can't climb yeah. up. You can jump down. Some people jump to their death and stuff. So it's really crazy of what people do. Okay. At this point, so it's a horror in the way of like this is disturbing but interesting. Yeah. Of why they would even do it, and this the main character 
volunteer to go in there. You uh, wanted to quit smoking. Nice. <laughs> I get it. It's I want to quit smoking. Yeah. It is so hard. Yeah, I know. So, so if you watch this movie, smoking. you're like, would you do this to quit smoking? Because um, it's because like I said, every thirty days you wake up in a new floor, and some days you're in a top floor. Some days you're in a way low floor. I'm pretty certain what I need to do to quit smoking yeah. is sever my head from my body. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm pretty certain that's the only thing that's going to work. I swear they did <clears> on purpose <throat> when they made the shit. Um, but <laughs> they did, in fact. Yeah, yeah. they really did. <laughs> but the, the movie is, I find it interesting. Um, yes, it's all in. It's actually Spanish. It's in. I looked it up. It's in Spain. It's not. Mex- it's not Mexican. It's okay. Spanish. It's not Mexican. That's great. No one's speaking Mexican. <laughs> no one's that even is speaking fantastic. Mexican. Fantastic. This is pure Spanish. But I found it very interesting. You know, I could see there. Some people made kind of a point, and I don't think they drove it home really hard. But like, you know, if everyone just ate a little, it'd make it all the way down to the bottom. Of course, yeah. So I could understand. Yeah, that but human beings aren't that capable of that. Yeah. So th- that part, I think, it was a little preachy. But if you take that part of out, it's really creepy, <laughs> of yeah. everything that happened and what people did. So, yeah, but there's more than uh, there's more than ample resources. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, let's face it, symbolism. There's more than ample resources for all of us rodents on this yeah. planet. If we even you don't even have to distribute them equally. I'm not saying be a socialist and everybody gets the same amount, but the extremes are too extreme. Yeah. The the poor are too poor, the rich are too rich. There's more than enough resources for everybody yeah. to have a much higher quality of living. Yeah. But um in order to do that, we'd all have to be adults. Yeah. And therein lies the rub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the best part of the movie is when you go into this platform prison, you're allowed to bring one thing in with you. Anything you want. Okay. And the main character brought a book. <laughs> Good choice, I suppose. And Not, wouldn't be my first one. And a lot and everybody's like, Yeah, brought a book. Other people Knives, guns, <laughs> short-sighted, swords. What would you bring? Thing. I already know what I'd bring. Me, the key out. The grappling hook. <laughs> yeah, grappling hook. Yeah, some way to get out of there, or at least get up. <laughs> yeah, get up higher. I want to be on the first floor, you know. Uh, but the, the movie is definitely worth a watch. I think it was. It was. You know, a lot of time I've seen a bunch of Spanish movies I like. So I think this was. I a, did too. I saw. Yeah. Boy, I'd have to look up the name of it. I want to yeah. say it was like. Dream Dealer or Sleepwalker oh. or something, but it was neat. It was yeah. basically um, people, and I could. It, it was a dystopian kind of future thing because yeah. I could see this being a thing. But people would go into this basically warehouse in Mexico. They'd hook on this VR helmet. Next thing you know, they're controlling some robot somewhere around the world doing construction. Yeah, and um, it was just crazy because they'd stay in there for long periods of time, and they'd like dope them up and didn't keep them working, and it was just. They were being oppressed was the whole purpose of the story, but it was some fascinating technology or direction. Technology could potentially yeah. go. I could easily see that. Um, VR-controlled construction in hostile work environments, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I've def- actually, that seems not so far-fetched now. That's not at all. Yeah, yeah implausible. Um, so yeah. it's. Uh, I, I liked it. It was a neat thing. I'll have to look up what the name of that one was because I don't know exactly. But okay, the endless, the platform, it's interesting. Yeah, I definitely recommend those oh, movies. You read? Oh my god! What you read? Oh, I had to read the whole or movie. Or do you have no idea what it's about? It's one or the other. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. they were doing stuff. They were they doing were moving, stuff. No, I, know and... was, I know it's about. All right, so that's the end of the movies. Now on the oh, TV. Okay, wow. I've been busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my mother recommended a TV miniseries that came out in like two thousand two or two thousand three. It was called Rose Red. Okay. It turned out to be a Stephen King um, story. Okay. That was basically his take on the Winchester Mansion. 
All right. So the story, you know, the story of the Manchester and California, the the, the Winchester woman kept building and building, building and building. Yeah. And there's actually a horror movie called Winchester, uh, which is terrible. I would say this is slightly better than that. Okay. Uh, my my mom, I, I hate to talk bad about the show, but I, I didn't really care for it. Um, I thought it was like, if you didn't tell me Stephen King wrote it, I could have told you that Stephen King wrote it. It ended with the big it spider. It had the beats. It, it just, yeah, it just, I mean, the ending was all right. But it was a who's who's of somebody who's gonna be famous in five years. Okay. It was actually kind of interesting in it. In it, um, in all the wrong ways. Yeah, I was like these guys. It had the freaking bad guy from Silicon Valley in it. Okay. Um, and he played some door. It, it's, it's funny. I know him from Big Love, but uh, oh, I, I know him Big Love. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, it's an E. It ends in an E. I want to say Opie, but it's not Opie. Opie. Um. Um. Yeah, there was a lot of people. In it. So the movie it was. I would say it's a three episode TV series. And it was okay. I mean, it definitely is a solid meh for me. Um, I can see why my mom liked it. I mean, it had some... It was lighthearted. It wasn't and too I can't, serious. I can't remember the lore exactly. So she kept building houses because... Or building rooms onto the house so the ghost didn't get her. They couldn't find her. Was that the gist? I think that's the gist of it. Yeah, I, th- I think that was the... Yeah, it had the um, um, three men and a baby chick. Yeah, I don't know her. That guy. Uh, this guy, you don't recognize her, but she's actually the chick... Um, no, no, that's a chick in three... Uh, two and a half men. No, um, I never saw two and a half. Months. There's what's his face from uh, uh, Silicon Valley. Yep. Uh, his name is what Matt Gavin, Ross. Gavin, 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 Gavin. What he is in Silicon Valley, but um, uh, Julian Sands. I mean, he was in tons of horror movies. Um, Kevin T- Tig. I think he's in the Lost movie, a TV show. Why are we doing it on our iPad and not that um, today? You're like, screw the enhanced version. Look, no enhance. This is <laughs> that's as enhanced as you get. This is enhanced you get. Um, um, well, yeah. So the, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I Solid. Mean, they didn't call the, uh, you know, so it wasn't even scary, but it was interesting. Ghosts and seances and yeah, it was all right. I've seen better. Uh, I'm also watch. I watched. Uh, started watching a show called The Third Day, which is a mini series, uh, HBO or Showtime. I forget which channel it does Ooh, on. I love. I love anything they they make on there really. Um, but starring which? Jude Law. Okay. And there's a real place. I think it's called O Island or something in. I think it's in Ireland, and he goes there for some reason, but it's a real island that when the tide's up, you can't get to it. Yeah. The water covers the the road in. Yeah. So he ends up getting trapped there, and things start becoming weird. People are starting wearing, you know, masks with, you know, horse heads and stuff on them and chasing him. That's all I know so far. (laughs) But it's it's really kind of creepy, and I, I will get through that about two episodes in now. I think it's five or six episodes. That sounds like a fun time, though. Yeah, so it's definitely a slow burn. So, but can't it, he? Uh, I don't know. Swim? Um, he, he's got his car. <laughs> oh, and cell phones don't work on the island, of course. Um, um, yeah, you do realize like cell phones are literally invalidated. Like, yeah, I don't know, forty percent, sixty percent of the movies, the yeah. horror movies we grew up in yeah. with, because now it'd just be like, oh, you just call someone. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's always a reason, but they never work in the horror movies. The cell phones, they right. never work. There's that. They're always out. So that's an interesting show. And then I'm also watching um, American Horror Story 1984 edition, which is basically 80s slasher version. I like it a lot. Okay. (laughs) It's so 80s. This is like, you know, Michael Myers mixed with Freddy Krueger, mixed with Jason Voorhees all together. And I find it entertaining. So I like it. Okay. They're killing people in this. uh, To me, I I know you love the retro stuff too. I know. And it's one of those things. It it brings me back to the 80s because when I watch those movies in the 80s, they never scared me. They never. In fact, some th- situations were just funny. 
Oh yeah. And I and it's I know it's weird. I'm watching these people getting murdered and I'm like, that is hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that's how you went. That's great. Because <laughs> you've been stupid or something. I'm like, you deserve that. Yep. You should have seen <laughs> you know? that coming. Yep. Yeah. So I find me laughing more than anything when I'm watching the show. Okay. <laughs> so I find it hilarious. Well, you have been busy. Oh yeah. And then we start another series called Penny Dreadful. Oh yeah, we've watched Penny Dreadful. Um It was okay. I liked it. I'm about three episodes in and I like how they do the reveals like, you know, and not it shouldn't be too spoilerly because it's right in the very end of the first episode. He goes you're ta- and they do this on purpose where they talk people are talking and you don't realize they never say their names. Yeah. And then right in the ne- episode he goes I'm Victor Frankenstein. I'm like, oh, okay, get where you're going. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, no, yeah. we enjoyed it. Yeah, so we enjoyed it. There's apparently a second version out uh, that I haven't seen. It's like a pre- Penny Dreadful 2.0. Oh, is uh, that the one with? Um, I didn't see it. Uh, I think we might have tried watching it. It's got uh, Orlando Bloom in it. I want to say. Oh, that probably ruined and there's, it. There's uh, like some fairy things going on, and yeah, we just didn't care. City of Angels. Oh, maybe that's, that's not it. I don't know. Penny Dreadful City of Angels. I don't know if we've seen that. Uh, but Penny Dreadful was good. We enjoyed it. Yeah, I might give that a go. That's a second version I don't version think it was it. terribly long, Penny Dreadful. Yeah. I think it was two, three seasons, maybe. Wasn't very long. All right, so now I'm up to my favorite show that I watch <laughs> out of all this. I think all you did was watch movies and TV since last I saw you. I didn't do much, yeah. The show that I happened upon on YouTube... <laughs> And you can tell why it just sucked me into it. Just sucked me in. Everything about this title will suck you into it, too. Brian Johnson's A Life on the Road with Mark Knopfler. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. It was fascinating. One, Brian Johnson's awesome. <laughs> I don't actually know who Brian Johnson is. He's the lead singer for ACDC. Oh, I do know Brian Johnson yeah. is. Okay. So the lead singer for ACDC oh, is, the- is going back in time and discussing how Mark Knopfler like, got to where he is. That's awesome. And it's fascinating. They're just walking around. like old, They're a couple old coots now. Yeah. Just walking around this village that Mark is living in now. And I, it was, I, I was like, okay, one, people have told me that Mark was a genius. Yeah. He's a genius. <laughs> this guy, <clears throat> and I, I only know one other person that can do this in my life, but this guy sees all lyrics. You can tell him a song from 1938 and he was singing to Brian Johnson word for word. Oh, nice. This obscure song you've never heard. And Brian's like, oh, my God, you remember? He goes, he goes, yeah. When I was a kid, I would sit in front of the radio and just stare at the radio and learn the lyrics. Yep. He knows the lyrics for everything. That's great. Everything he's ever done. He's just, and there's only one person I know that could do that. <laughs> this man right here. I wish I could remember useful information like I do song lyrics. <laughs> oh, my God. He knows everything about every song lyric. This guy is a genius. He, he plays the guitar wrong. He's just... It, uh, it's my it, kind of wrong. Yeah, it's it, awesome. He's a, he's got some newer albums out. When I say newer, like post you know early two thousands, that are awesome. Oh yeah, they're worth listening. I, I need to go and listen to all of Mark Knopfler because I like you know he, he tells stories. He's you know, I have a couple just of his solo albums. I mean, I, I huge fan. Bob Dylan esque kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it just it's fascinating. And so I I uh, if you have any interest in in like you know how Dire Straits started and what that's all about and what happened after that and what he did when he got famous. He basically backed off because basically in a nutshell, he's like, I got to the point with Dire Straits that I didn't, I'm on tour with a bunch of people I've never met. Okay. Wow. And then there was a day when I say, what do you do? Oh yeah. You work in construction or you're the boom opera, whatever, you know, you, they would sit down with each other every night and talk. 
But then at the end of Dire Straits, he's like, yeah, I didn't know who these people were, and I didn't like that. Yeah. So he quit. Good for him. <laughs> he just quit. So it's just a fascinating. He I get it like though. It changes, guy. and yeah. it wasn't what it wasn't what it was as it start when it started. Yeah. Yep. And so yeah, once he got the, he's like, I'm okay with the money. He said. Yeah. But the fame, I, I just no. But then he showed him spots in his uh, hometown where Mark is living in now. Um, and I don't want to give too much away because it's really worth watching. But Mark didn't know that they built this park using lyrics to his music. He oh, had great. no idea. So all the bricks and stuff were lyrics to his songs. Oh, that's great. Because he's like a hometown hero, you know? So yeah. he's like, look, he goes, I had no idea this was here. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's... It's got to def- feel good. Yeah, it's a feel-good story. Brian Johnson's a great interviewer. I had no idea, you know? Um, and he has I'm a bunch of shows. I'm just picturing him like singing like Back in Black, but <laughs> yeah. asking questions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, did you live here? Yeah. <laughs> no, he just sounded like an old drunk coot in this thing. <laughs> that's uh, all yeah. I can picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I cannot recommend if you like if you're at all interested in Mark Knopfler, you gotta watch this. No, it sounds good. I, I, I it's one of those things where I turn it on just to see what it's like. I'm like, I can't believe Brian Johnson interviewing anybody. I'm expecting what you would expect. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I didn't. I watched all of the like, end. Is this your call? <laughs> yeah. It was an hour long, and I was like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna watch this at the end now. <laughs> Might as well. I, I went. Yeah. I went to pause it, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll stop now. It was like five minutes left. I'm like, no, I. Watch the whole thing. Actually, I have to admit, mm. uh, in, I, it, I don't even mean this to be a plug because it's gospel truth, but uh, I think it was Saturday. I was up late and I was like, you know what? Let me t- just check a little bit of the show out. I'm like, I'm not going to really pay. I'll listen to the rest later. Yeah. And uh, I was like 50 minutes in yeah. and I'm like, shit, I got to go to bed. Yeah. And uh, that show was ours, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was like, I'm only going to listen to a minute. And I'm like, minute. fuck, 50 minutes. I don't know where it went. Yeah, so when you list, re-listen to this, definitely, re- if you haven't listened yet to their watch that episode, I don't want to yeah. more. He has a bunch of episodes, apparently. Brian Johnson interviewing people. Oh, that's great. And yeah, he's just an old coot now, which is funny. It's great. Oh, it's I awesome. love the guy. I, I, love I almost don't want to, just yeah. because I love the mental image I have right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> just interviewing people. <laughs> <I know. like. laughs> Worth watching, though. Very, uh, uh, entertaining as all hell, and it was fascinating because they were. It was very well put together because they, you know, whoever did, uh, you know, they filmed it. Oh yeah. But then they put in all the pictures and photographs and videos interspersed through the whole video, so yeah. you had context for everything. And, and just, I want to see him interview the man who was struck by lightning. Yeah. Were you thunderstruck? No. Brian never raised his voice in this thing. Oh, that's yeah, great. not even once. Uh, but Mark was, yeah, he was just fascinating. I just found him very fascinating. Yeah, his amazing talent. Yeah, it just, it just seen where he came from and and how he got there and you know what he was trying to do and yeah, it was just fascinating. I really did enjoy it, you know. And there was a connection too because both Brian Johnson and Mark Knopfler started their, you know, because I think a lot of musicians go through that where they're when they're starting out. They're playing in bars. It's like kind of a drag, and you know, yeah. just day in and day out, nothing's happening. And you know, you're all, you're playing like dive places for a week or this place for a week. And they both kind of grew up that way, you know, before they became famous. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. They had like a so it's almost like two guys that like slowly you watch them slowly become friends through the whole show. No, oh, that's neat. It, it, yeah. So it was great. That is a good interviewer. Yeah, and then then in Mark had his guitar with him, obviously, and it was just like I said, crazy guy who like just break out lyrics from songs he's heard once like 50 years ago. That's great. And Brian's like losing his mind and he and Brian there's one point Brian Johnson goes, 
that just got me, man. <laughs> he's oh, just like, great. oh yeah. He just so Brian was like a fan yeah. watching him, which was great. To oh watch. yeah, it's got to be exciting for him too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, no question about it. So definitely watch. That's my of all the things I watched. That's that the one the you recommend. Best thing I recommend Brian Johnson interviewing Mark Knopfler. That's awesome on YouTube. So worth checking out. So that's wow. what I've watched. My God, I don't think you've done anything but watch TV since <laughs> I, last time I saw you. I know that uh, was a I, lot. I, well, usually what I do, and I'm kind of a jerk. I like turn on like at night at some point I just turn on South Park or Family Guy or some boring crap and you know and you know watch maybe one or two of something mm-hmm. but I made a, I made a commitment to just watch like two movies a night. <laughs> okay, yeah, well you've been on your Halloween theme so that yes. makes sense. Well, I have been watching for me a lot. Um we're still watching the 100. Um I will never recommend that show. <laughs> um it's, <laughs> now I got to get through it. It's um no, it's not bad. It's yeah. it's it says it. It's solid meh. <laughs> they couldn't give less of a shit about science. Yeah. So for a sci-fi, oh. I, I, I told Mikkels that, that, break that me. it's a fi. Yeah, it's a fi. There's yeah, no not, sci. It's no sci. <laughs> it's just totally omitted fi. the sci. It's yeah. just a fi show. That, that, I can watch complete crap like that sometimes, but it depends on the content. If they're pretending this is all real, I don't know. I might have trouble getting through it. Uh, for the record, I know there's such a thing as a good show. I've seen them before. <laughs> yeah. And I've cared about the characters. Yeah. So I know it's just not me getting older and cantankerous, but uh, I've always was cantankerous. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I know that's not it. But um, I can honestly say in the show, The 100, I literally don't (laughs) give two shits about anybody. Yeah. Which uh, brings me to the other show that we're watching. Well, that I watched. Yep. And that would be The Haunting of Hill House. Yay, I finished oh, season the first one. one. I don't remember. Was that any good? Because <laughs> I haven't seen that you, in a year. You'd actually recommended it to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Elliot's Elliot. Um, yep. He was definitely in there. Um, Elliot. I can see entirely why you said it's not a scary show. Yeah. It's more paranoia. Normal. And I'm yeah. going to ruin it, by the way. Spoiler alert. Um, I, I can't really ruin it. Um, it comes pre-ruined. But it's, um, it is as, eh. As you get, like, I'm, I, I kind of, there was a moment or two where I thought maybe they're going to pull some awesome ending and I'm going to be blown away. Yeah. But I mean, let's face it at the end. Okay. Anybody that dies there lives there as a ghost. That's nonsense. Nonsense. I tell you folks. <laughs> That's the favorite um, part about being a ghost. <laughs> what was the twist that everybody hung out in that red room at some point or another and didn't realize it? I don't even remember. Um, it, it did not, it did not stick with me. The plot. It was from a year ago. It was a solid. Eh, I wasn't like. Wow, you suck. I hate you. But, oh, that brings me to another point, though. Um, but I wasn't blown away either. Yeah. They they had a chance of being great. They really did. They just didn't get there at all. Um, and now I'm afraid to watch season two, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to watch The Haunting of Bly Manor because I'm simply too scared. I'm too terrified that it will suck. Well, the, uh, well that one I watched recently, and I, I don't know, I like the twist. My mom didn't like it, though. If that helps. Well, you liked it. I liked it and because uh, it was depressing. I have somebody at work who has something that you will probably never have. Um, that would be, he is one of the few that are on my trusted recommendations mm. list. So when he says, Sean, you're going to like this, you got to watch this. He's right. I do need to watch that. And then when I do, yeah. I'm like, my God, this is good. Yeah. Uh, he recommended Yellowstone to me. And boy, yeah. just thumbs up, seal of approval. I'm talking about you, Charlie. Um <laughs> You, however, my friend, are on the other end of the spectrum. So when you say, hey, I loved it, I've come to the conclusion that you and I just do not agree 
buddy, because... So uh, you hate Brian Johnson and Mark Knopfler that much? That one I might like. <laughs> that one I might like. Um, but it's a fluke, you know? Yeah. Broken clocks, my friend. <laughs> Twice a day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I um, definitely watched The Haunting of Hill House because uh, you recommended it. Yep. And um, I'm going to give it a solid no. No, I'm no. going to be like, don't waste your time. I'm not going to bother with the second one because I just... It wasn't really that scary. The The best scare, I think, in the show made me laugh because they're just driving along, having an argument. All of a sudden, zombie girl jumps out screaming in between them. And I'm like, oh, that's funny because I didn't <laughs> yeah, see that one coming. Yeah. And I did. I collapsed a little because I'm like, oh, that was just it was kind of gratuitous and completely unnecessary. And I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't that good, and um, it wasn't a horror when it push came to show. No, I didn't. It think was so. just a weird quirk. It yeah. was. You know? Yeah, I never uh, marketed it as a horror. No, you did say it was more of a paranormal thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just... Um, and I like paranormal stories. I always have. I, I just don't believe it, but I like it. I still watch my Nuke's Top 5 whenever he comes out. Shout out to Nuke. Um, I see the video of the ghosts, and um, we got to do reaction videos sometimes. Because, I mean, I just... real. I don't believe anything. But I just think it will never cease to amaze me that all of a sudden, oh my God, this page turned and no one touched it. There's so many reasons that could happen. The fact that we jumped to must be the the dead. <laughs> That's the one that always kills me. That's the one I can't wrap my brain around. Is how we just make this completely rational leap at some point to oh, it must be the dead. <laughs> it's reasonable. I'm sure it's, it seems it. It's better than aliens. Yeah. See, why doesn't anybody ever say that? Like, goddamn aliens, they move my page. <laughs> you know what's sad is I actually, I I find the alien story to be a little more plausible. <laughs> They're just in a slightly different dimension, just waiting there. You I'm know, talking about the aliens, not the ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's just, you know, that one I could almost yeah. get behind. <laughs> yeah, like, don't you hate when aliens come and move your stuff? <laughs> it's just annoying. Like I said, it just bothers me because they never do anything useful. You know, like every time I come home, my dishes are done. I can't explain it. That's it's, why you're never haunted because they know you're a critic. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, I think I think they check underneath their bed for me at night. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> oh, one thing we didn't mention when it comes to movies and TV shows is that there's a new movie coming out this week called. I'm going to try to get this right. The Borat subsequent movie film, Delivery of Prodigious Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be glorious, yes. That is going to be a beautiful thing. I heard it's not as good as the first movie, um, but still worth watching. It's going to be worth watching yeah. at the very least. That, guy, yeah. that guy's a genius. Um, I think it's coming out like this. Uh, there's some previews. In Ru- Am- it's on Amazon Prime. Rudy Giuliani's all over the news because, yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, in a compromising position with that uh, whole thing. Oh, I got to see that. Oh, yeah. He's basically got a young girl in his room and he's putting his, pants, his hand down his pants. And, uh, you know, now he's claiming he's tucking in his shirt. And it's like, yeah, come on, please. <laughs> but, I mean, not for nothing. Oh, I got to watch this. That my, my whole point there is doesn't even matter if you're listening to Rudy Giuliani at this point you're you're batshit crazy as he is mm-hmm. and you know we've avoided politics up to this point that's amazing I think yeah. we've avoided politics yeah sometimes but uh you know Rudy I don't know what happened to that man yeah I he just <laughs> that fucker snapped the tether and he's not coming back yeah he's done being sane yeah he's he's yeah he's at the lunch um, shame dinner. too just yeah. like uh yeah that, that, that's something but uh Anyway, speaking of, you know, steaming train, uh, dumpster fire kind of stuff, I heard that they're making a new season of Dexter. 
Oh, thank God. See, that's funny because I'm like, why would you bother? If if they no, if what if they said what if they came out of the new season? What are you go, gonna do? And all no, of season seven was a dream. What if they did that? What if they just said, you know what? This is season seven. The season seven you saw before is nothing. I would almost appreciate that if they called <laughs> this one season seven. Yes, call it season seven. I'll be on, on board. It kind of reminds me of you can't change the name of a podcast after you post it. I know. If they pulled one of those, yeah. I would actually respect that. Yes, like, now, this awesome. isn't season eight. This is season seven. I don't know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> that would be all. I'd be all over they that. pick up right from the end of yeah. season six uh, i'd be okay with that i'm still probably gonna watch it um even though they, they they're not gonna be geniuses and do that i suspect <laughs> i'm still gonna watch it. i'm foreseeing that he's gonna use a lot of axes and chainsaws this year yeah he's gonna switch up his weapons well, he's a lumberjack oh because yeah. he's up yeah he's up on yeah. yeah i hope that <clears throat> please don't start there <laughs> oh yeah what do you, where, where else are you gonna start i mean yeah, I guess it's okay if he or, starts or there. Or but... no, they'll start somewhere else and then slowly feed you. Well, well I was a lumberjack, and then yeah. this is how I became uh, whatever I am today. I'm okay, I sleep all night, and I work all day. No, yeah, well, <laughs> no, no, he's killing people. He's, you know, <laughs> that's everyone else. God, is is gonna cut those eggs every episode? Every episode, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's funny. I was wondering how you'd react to that. So you, um, you're a better person than I am. Basically, you think there's. Because this is my point. My why bother? Because there's n- really nothing they can do in any order that's going to somehow redeem them from what they did. It depends. What there could I? I always I'm I'm optimistic. That I love it. That, I that love your optimism. They're going to retcon something. And I love it. I I always have the hope that somebody out there is smart. That obviously not I, the not the people who wrote that season. I'm taking people that came after and it goes okay. I don't know how you I've seen would your salvage seven. <laughs> I'm just hoping somebody out there goes, uh, yes, I've seen your season seven, and I think we can do better. <laughs> I'm just hoping yeah. somebody out there has uh, a script in their hand. I, I, I got, I'm, I'm just, I'm yeah. speechless because it's, I don't think that can be, I don't think you can yeah. recover from that. Yeah. Um, I think you could because it just it just you're not they're not saving lives or anything. It's just a TV show. Oh yeah, but, but it was a good TV show for six seasons. It was. It really was. I really loved that show right up till yeah. I didn't. But it's not going to ruin it for me if uh, they come back and you know because there's a lot of spinoffs of Happy oh. Days that was awesome. Well, they can't ruin it anyway. Yeah, job's already done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose from that angle, yeah. yeah why not? I'm, I'm hoping that Michael C. Hall looked at the script and said, "Oh yeah, this is better." I'm okay. hoping he. I'm hope. I'm hopeful. I'm hoping because he seems like a nice guy. Whenever I see him in interviews. Oh yeah, no, he seems like a great dude. I can still yeah. call him David from Six Feet Under, David, but. Yeah. Uh, um, I like his name because he sounds like a serial killer, Michael C. Hall. You know, but, he knows middle name. Yeah, I don't know. He read season seven script and did it. Well, he saw the paycheck and then did it. So I'm hoping. Oh yeah, this props is not about to him money. too. I don't for think the he record, needs the money anymore. Uh, I, you know, I can't fault him there. You know, yeah. everybody got to eat. Yeah, he should never have dated his sister. Um, that's fantastic. Because <laughs> he did. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> That was the legendary conversation Mickles and I had once where, you know, you've been married a long time where uh, we're driving, we must have been going on vacation or something because I had my mother-in-law in the back seat and we're driving along and Mickles says, oh, I got a nugget. And I said, oh, I read it today. And she's like, son of a bitch. And and that was the conversation. And my mother-in-law was like, um, you guys didn't actually talk about anything. I said, yeah, but she learned that uh, Dexter and his sister are married in real life. Yeah. And Mickles is like, yeah, that's what I learned. Yeah, that's what I learned, yeah. And my mother-in-law's just like, but you never 
Yeah. Like you didn't, you didn't actually talk. You didn't actually say it. <laughs> no, we've been married this so long that, oh, I heard something. You know, yes. that was enough. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. already there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I think you kind of do the same thing with me with video games. Um, oh, you know what? Um, can we stop this for a brief moment, as weird yeah. as that is? Let's pause and be right back. Well, that was weird. What? I didn't see anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, technical difficulties, we'll call them, a.k.a. Uh, dinner. <laughs> COVID. COVID. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, like... um, I think we left off with uh, the, I think we completed the watching section. Um, thankfully, I only watched one thing, so that made it real easy. Um, Definitely. So what do you listen to? You listen to anything good, buddy? You be the judge. Um... Probably not. but <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Well, you were singing. Uh, I'll call it a good song. Uh, you, when you came in, uh, came into my house. So uh, the the police. The police. Yeah. Yes, they're a great band. The police. The oh, I police. included them on tonight's list yeah. in honor of you, buddy. Nice. So um, I don't have much. So this should be pretty quick. Um, I'll start with something that um, I have a guilty pleasure. I watch um, like uh, X Factor and. And all those um, American Idol and all that stuff. Okay. I was going to say, I don't know what X Factor is. It's basically American Idol. Okay. <laughs> but in Britain. So I watch all those um, shows, and and, not, and I fast forward all the ones that isn't singing. I like specifically the singing part portions of it. I didn't realize they did other things. What else do they do? Juggling, um, magic. Isn't that America's Got Talent? America's Got Talent, X Factor. Yeah, they're, it's only American Idol is the only one that's nothing but singing, but I think all okay. the rest, and the voice is nothing but singing, but the rest are all like, could be a mixed match. It's amazing there's talents. that many of them. Yeah, there's a bunch, and I do have a guilty pleasure where I don't watch the entire show because I'm not into the whole shows. I'm just, every now and then, somebody sings, and um, one, there's this nervous energy because they're like on stage with you know ten thousand people. Oh yeah, yeah. And sometimes you just see someone's like, wow, there's somebody that's gonna get big out of this. Oh yeah. And it's happened. I've watched people, and then now they make records. Um, this one's a little bit of a sadder story, but um, th- sometimes there's a video that I watch, and I watch it more than once because I think that they're just so talented, and these people don't even know it. Okay. And just because you're talented. <clears throat> And you might even be considered a genius. Doesn't mean you're going to win the competition. Oh, absolutely! So you can just go fade in obscurity. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what happened to this girl. Well, just for the record, too, if yeah. you're that girl and you're listening, wow, what are the odds? But yeah. beyond that, um, you, so you lost the show. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> I don't think it's the end of the world. But but this this and the age of the internet is so weird because this uh, girl uh, not only have posted all her problems since the show she doesn't blame the show but she has problems with like you know th- you know suicidal thoughts attempting suicide drinking alcoholism stuff like that and it's a shame because she's really talented and she, it looks like she's starting to bounce back so oh, i subscribed to her video so her name good is her. her name is Janet Devlin and she's from northern ireland okay and she's awesome so she has, and you wouldn't tell, it's hard to see how awesome she was in her audition, but her audition was genius. What'd she say? She sang Elton John's Your Song. Okay. And it's it's not, how, it's, it's how she sang it. She has some a quality to her voice that's very Irish. Okay. And it made it a better song. It was awesome. I didn't think she could do that. It's Elton John's song. And it was just awesome. People were just silent Did listening to it. Did you say it was her song? It was her song, yeah. Because he gave me permission to tell <laughs> yeah. everyone. Yes, tell everyone. It was my song. Tell everyone. <laughs> so it, it was... 
So uh, that video I've watched a dozen times because I'll check out Janet Devlin. You can <clears> see <throat> the judges looking at each other saying, "Wow, this is this is the shyest little. It looks like a fairy coming out." Do you, you know? know who won that? Who beat out the Janet Devlin? I have no idea. And she didn't even come in the. She was like sixth, seventh place, so was she wasn't William a Hunt? finalist. I forget. I forget no, who it was. Okay. But she has since put out. She, if you go to her YouTube site, she's uh, covers of hundreds of songs, maybe not that much, maybe like 30, 40 songs. Mm-hmm. And she's done, you know, more Elton John songs and um, and uh, Cindy Lauper, time after t- um, time after time, right? Yep. And I know it's hard to compare, um, but she does a very valiant. Uh, I'm getting better. I'm appreciating that yeah. more. But yeah, there's some where it's just. I don't think I don't consider it sacrilege because I think she adds to it. She's yeah. she's not trying to sound like Cindy Lauper. Yep, she sounds like Janet Devlin singing that song. You know, you can tell this, but she does such a good job because her I don't know, something about Irish voices. You entirely cheated there, by the way. You just looked in Janet Devlin. Did. Yeah, um, you did the yeah. Oh, entirely. I mean, I, I try to do it subtly with name badges where I'm like talking yeah. to somebody. I'm like, yeah. I so should know your name. And yeah. I'm like, can your I? Your name is. Can I somehow read? A, so her story is kind of interesting. So she, I, yes, I've watched some of her videos where she's talking about all the because tr- I like the connection sometimes because you know sometimes I go through rough patches and watching somebody else and how they pull through and what they do at the end. That's inspiring. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. So I think she's very talented. I, I still she's I think she's a better singer now than she was. I think she was like fourteen or fifteen when she did the show. Now she's like twenty two. So she's very young, and I, th- I, th- I, th- I still think she has an opportunity, and you're going to start seeing her in records at some point. Well, good for her. Because she's really good. But she just released a song on her YouTube channel a week ago, and the song was called Better Now. Okay. And you can tell it's, I don't know if it's a cover, it doesn't sound like a cover, but it is a gorgeous song, and it sounds like her like her fight song, you know, kind of thing. So I really enjoyed it, and it was all in Ireland. And she, when she did this show, she was like blondish. So I'm not sure what her natural hair color is, but in, in this video, she's like got redhead. And I'm like, this is so Irish. It just, I just liked it. Uh, so that video, I highly recommend you watching that video better now, just because. And I like and subscribe because. She deserves any kind of likes and subscribes like we do. Likes and subscribes. Like we do. <laughs> yeah, like we do. You know, but, on that note, yeah. I mean, I mean, losing my touch here, buddy. Yeah. If I'm somehow listening and I want to write in to say, hopefully, what a great, great show this is. But, uh, you know, anything in between, yeah. like, hey, yeah. this is, uh, these are some great horror movies I saw or some games you should check out yeah. or, um, you know, go to hell, stop talking. Yeah. Uh, how would I do it? How would I get a hold of us? Uh, head over to Toot. Um, uh, twocast.net uh, there is a links page that we have so if you click on the links page you'll see that we have all our links and some people make fun of me for having this page but I've had two people ask icons are cool but an actual link page is cooler there you go but you can see our YouTube, our Discord, our Twitter our mailing list, our email which is toot at tootcast.net and our Facebook site it's awesome. so please come and check us out and emails, talk to us, whatever and as as Every show says, seriously, thumbs up, subscribe. Yes. It helps. It we does. We appreciate it. So, yes, um, Janet Devlin, uh, I like her music. It's just has a quality. Her voice has a quality that oh, is. Yeah. I'll check out just, Janet Devlin. It's just, yeah, it's it's very, um, it's her. You know it's her singing. She has, it's, some people have a voice where if you don't have, you know, if she ever come, becomes famous someday, you're going to be able to hear her voice and say, oh, that's Janet Devlin. Yeah. Because she, she yeah. has that quality. A unique voice, yeah. So, and the other thing I've been listening to is Jack White. 
And what got me in the Jack White kick was one, I think he's a genius. Um, he's talented. But uh, a couple weekends ago, he uh, was the musical guest in Saturday Night Live. Okay. And not only did he rock it, um, but then he brought out a guitar that uh, Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, uh, designed for him. And he played that in a song. And I remember there's a um, Instagram awesome. or Twitter, and it goes, "How come you're not singing any kind of uh, Eddie Van Halen or Van Halen songs on Saturday Night Live?" And he goes, "Yeah, I can't do that any of those songs justice." Oh, so, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so he uses guitar instead that Eddie Van Halen uh, created. It was a cool looking guitar too. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Jack White can shred. He's and he did the whole th- in the middle of the song. He did the whole tapping that. Yep. Van Halen created, yep. you know, yep. just awesome. Worth watching if you've even seen that Saturday Night, Live, Saturday Night Live musical guest with Jack White. It was great. It was a great watch. So I got me into some Jack White songs, and I think he's great. Um, and I think I mentioned Jack. I think I mentioned Jack White a lot. But um, if you're going to listen to the, um, there's a lot of good songs by Jack White. Um, a lot of different bands. He is. He's more, he's usually not my taste, to believe it or not, because he's more bluesy mm-hmm. than I'm usually used to. But he's starting to get me into it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, he does have a blues kind of like tinge to his music. Yeah. So he, he does have that going for him. No, that's good. I mean, that's good music, actually. Jack White. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up, Jack White. So I'm going to recommend, and, uh, and I know some of these are going to be like already in people's greatest hits, but I'm hopefully, maybe I'll hit a couple songs you haven't heard, um, especially if, if it's not the White Stripes. But I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend the hardest button to button. Okay. By the White Stripes, Icky Thump. You have to. It's a great song. Uh, Carolina Drama. Uh, he did that with the Raconteurs. It's okay. basically a story. Great song. I love it. Um, Seven Nation Army. You have to listen to that. Of course. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. It's I was a, gonna call you out if you didn't include it. It's it's must listening for uh, the White Stripes. You have to. And it was genius how he did it. Where he he. Um, you know, because it's a two-piece band, mm-hmm. and it sounds like he's playing bass. He's not. He just has a, a pedal that lowers his guitar an octave. Yeah. It's just genius, and so it's awesome how it sounds. Simple song, but genius how you had to create it. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a better song, uh, Dead Leaves and the Dirty Ground by White Stripes. That's actually better than uh, Seven Nation Army. Uh, you got to listen to it. I might know it. Uh, I'm, you, you know all these songs. I was going to say, if I heard them, I think I know all of them. <laughs> you know all of them. And this one you may not know, but it, the reason why it's on his list because he did play this on Saturday Night Live. It's called Ball and Biscuit, and he did that while with the White Stripes too. Highly recommend that song too. It's just, but there's many more. But it's it was starting to deep cuts. You know, you, you got to yeah. start here, and if you like it, start digging into his, like his bluesy stuff because and his more folky tone that he has some of his music. I was gonna say he strikes me as one of those dudes too that works. Like he's constantly producing something, yeah, coming out with something. Yeah, he's an, he has a lot of songs, a mm-hmm. lot. I, in fact, I'm a Pandora. I put up his um, um, channel, and it, there's like 80 songs or something. Wow, there. yeah, the dude works. Yeah, because he's in many different bands, mm-hmm. you know, and and each band has a slightly different sound to it. And yeah, you can tell he likes creating music. So yeah, and I think he's good at it. And his lyrics, they, if you Saturday Night Live, there's some fu songs in there um, with what's going on now. So oh, yeah, yeah. there were pretty good songs. I really think he's pretty good at writing fu music. Nice. So, so yeah, that's me. White Stripes. That's it. Oh well, good for you, buddy. Um, well, you know, I'm jumping right into the police. I like how you say it too. The old, uh, what is that? Judgment Day or Training Day? <laughs> training Tra- Day. That's training Day. Oh. 
I'm the police. So uh, I just did the police and Sting, although I'll be goddamn it. I'm somewhat disappointed. I'm going to do them in reverse order. Mm. I know I like Sting's solo career. I absolutely am certain of it. I'll be goddamned if I can think of anything other than Fields of Gold. Fields of... Oh, I was going to say. But Fields of... Yeah. Uh, I'll be goddamned. Didn't he... Do you remember that he did that one song where he had an Indian, Indian singing with him? Um I, yeah, I kind of do. Like he did a lot of songs yeah. solo that like I really tantric, liked. Tantric sex era. I'll be goddamn, and it said yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, and no, no, Shoot. I can't remember any of them. Shoot. So obviously, I didn't do any research, but yeah. in that regard, other than you know memory, but um, you know, mad props to, and this is why I didn't bother because it doesn't matter. Yeah, the police, yes. Sting, yes. I'm going to mention some songs, but yes. <laughs> yep. Just, yes. Um, they're really good. I mean, Sting was fucking in Dune. That's how good he is. With weird underwear. And he's also in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, or was oh, it he? or was it Snatch? He was the bartender in one of them. I think it was Lock, Stock, and Two oh, Smoking Barrels. Maybe. But either way, Sting is the shit. And um, if you don't like Sting, you're just, you're mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, but, yeah. you know, the police is... I love the police. I always have, always will. Um, you were singing Don't Stand So Close to Me when you came in. I did. It's great. Because I, I did happen to hear it on YouTube yesterday. Uh, fantastic. Uh, my personal, one. Of, I'm going to go with one of my personal favorites, but it probably is my favorite. I love Wrapped Around My Finger. That's oh. a fucking great song. Um, but, uh, you know. Walking on the Moon. Oh, I wrote it down. Walking on the God, Moon. Everything she songs. does is magic. Uh, yeah. Message in a Bottle, of course. Yeah. And, you know, we got to mention it because it's. The song gives me chills, by the way. Which one? The message in the bottle, bottle. Because when they said all the million bottles were washed from the floor. Yeah, wash them from the shore. That gets me. That, like, it hits you. Seems I'm not alone at being alone. Yeah, Yeah, it's a great great line. Yeah, that's a great Um, song. Because it ends well. (laughs) Well, sort of. Saying something about lyrics earlier? Yeah, 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 lyrics. Um, (laughs) Lyrics, yeah, so you know the lyrics. I I don't know lyrics as much as paraphrase them incorrectly. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) It sometimes rains when you send them. I forget it. No, it um, does rain in Africa. <laughs> I'm not the only one who hears that. <laughs> no. Um, and you'd know this, but uh, mm. the stalker song, Every oh, Breath You Take. That's definitely a stalker song. It's a 100% a, a stalker song. song. No. Yeah, but unless it's been used for more weddings than you believe. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I heard. It's like, all these, it's like, oh, your dances at your wedding. Yeah, you know what it's about? <laughs> yeah, it's like people using uh, Dave Matthews' Crash. It's like, oh. um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think that song means what you think it means. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is fun. So Fields of Gold as well. I got to say, man, I fucking love that song. I, mean, I learned it, to play that so good. part on a guitar. It's not terribly difficult. Oh, nice. Dun, 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 yeah, oh, I, I get yeah, it's it. actually yeah. not very difficult, so it's not too bad. I can kind of. Play, I'm not saying he's not a genius. I'm just saying that part was. I difficult. can kind of play like a um, seven-year-old's version of um, "I Wish You a Merry Christmas" on the, on the keyboard. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> almost. I'm getting. Almost. I'm getting better. Getting there. I haven't been practicing. You gotta anywhere. slow it down a little bit first. Yeah. I haven't been playing with that thing anywhere near enough. But let me tell you, it's fun. Didn't they say you have uh, to have 10 million hours or something in anything to be 10,000 hours? Or, uh, 10, Malcolm, Gla- uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, oh, 10,000 10 hours to do uh, be an expert in anything. Yeah, I'm a fucking master expert at Diablo. <laughs> I gotta be too, because I gotta be up there. I don't know how many hours of play I have. When's the new season coming out? It's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. Yeah, I, know. I yep. need to finish that in 24 hours, like normal. Exactly, and then power level me so I <laughs> and don't then have forget to. about it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's. I'm telling you, man. It's just like gotta get through this. Yeah, gotta get through. It's like a job. Um, what else? It's funny, actually. I'm going to use this as a segue, and I'm being vague tonight because, honestly, next man, I don't know a lot either, but, uh, you know, Police, King of Pain. Got to mention that song. Yeah. Which leads me to Henry Rollins. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. angry so, man. Yeah, one of his lines in a song is, uh, you know, you want to be the king of pain, stand in line. And I fucking love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, it seems I'm not alone to being alone, once again, kind of thing. It's, it's uh, good. But Rollins is, uh, you know, Black Flag. If you're familiar with Black Flag at all, you're familiar with Henry Rollins. Yeah. Um, That's the first I heard of him, yeah. And, yeah, angry, kind of thrash. Um, more energy than talent as far as that music goes, but then when, uh, don't get me wrong, it's definitely good. It's yeah. it's just, it's, you know, it's certainly uh, angry music, I'll say that. It's energy uh, filled. Um, but that being said, Rollins, uh, his solo stuff, I would say, was even angrier and more refined, if that makes sense. But uh, I really only had one album of his that I loved, and it was Wait. And now, hardcore Rollins fans that I knew were like, yeah, that's like Rollins Light. <laughs> Like and, and he was fucking pissed in there. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, that's like like him on his that's like him on Sunday. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And um He's on vacation. Yeah. yeah. So and I have to admit, you know, it was the song Liar that yeah, you know, was all over M T V, which I, I played that video for you, you not did. terribly long ago. I remember very well. It's fucking yeah. genius. I mean, yeah. everything about it is genius. Um, the way he shoots that video is, it, it's entirely worth looking up because I'm telling you, Rollins in the Habit alone is fucking worth it. <laughs> yes. Um, it really is. <laughs> He's a um, funny guy. But yeah, it's just everything about that song is is just so well done. And it's so much more than it is at face value. But, uh, you know, just the last line, uh, I'll lie again and again, I promise. I promise it, it's yeah. just so good. It's just so good. But that whole album, I freaking love that album. So just a couple songs, uh, Disconnect is the first song on that album, and it's just great. It's just absolutely great. Uh, Civilized is another one. I don't remember most of the names of the songs on that album, but frankly, I just love that whole album. Um, so, yeah, if you're pissed, you could do a lot worse than Rollins and or Black Flag. Um, and again, it was a fun little tie-in with the police there because of that line. Yeah. But uh, going in two other random directions, and then some one-hit randomness, uh, you know, I don't know, and honestly, I don't know if I've talked about any of these things before. Maybe I have. Again, I've only got 13 things to say. We're on episode 27, you know, I'm bound to be repeating. But, uh, you know, under the heading of rap i got to talk about Digital Underground because I'm a huge fan of their Sex Packets album spe specifically. That period of time. After that, they sold out. And you know what? Unlike Metallica, props to you for selling out. That was the right thing to do. I don't blame you one bit. You never told your fans you weren't going to. You saw a chance for money and you went after it. And that was that whole Dan Aykroyd piece of shit movie uh God damn, I can't remember, but they did a Miracle video Man for or No, no it was something about him being like an old guy in a warehouse or something. But yeah, do a search on Digital Underground and Dan Aykroyd, and I'll keep us afloat until then. Um, I want to say it's as good as it gets, but that's an entirely different thing. It's something like that, though. It's a phrase, the movie. But be that as it may, um, you know, most people would know Digital Underground, whether they realize they're not uh, from the Humpty Dance, if they're of our age, which was freaking great. <gasps> Oh, I know that movie. I did not uh, see nothing it. Nothing But Trouble. What was it? N nothing But Trouble. It, was that it? <laughs> you see, my, my, I'm telling you, man, my subconscious is freaking genius. It's just I get in the way. Um, nothing But Trouble was the movie they made a video for. With It was a piece of crap. They just sold out, and God bless them. Good for them. But uh, that Sex Packets album, that whole album is great. However, I am pissed. And this is the first time I think I'd encountered this, and I was really pissed about this. Hmm. When you buy the CD, it's different than the tape. The track list is literally missing a song. 
Oh, that would piss me off. And entirely piss me off. And um, so, you know, name a couple songs on that album. Humpty Dance, of course. Underwater Rhymes is great. Um, and if you ever hear me talk about MC Blowfish, that's Underwater Rhymes. Um, Freaks of the Industry was awesome. That I'm telling you, that whole album was great. But there was a song called Hip Hop Doll. And it's fucking great. I love that song. And it's not on the CD. And... I just don't know why, because there's a song called Danger Zone on that album, which sucks. You can skip that one. I'll tell you. Was that, top, was that in Top Gun? Um, no, you're messing around in the Danger Zone. It's just a <laughs> shitty song. You can skip that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, Shining on the Funk's another song, too. That's a... Mm. Or Rhyming on the Funk. Oh, it, it, it's a good album, I'm telling you. But anyway, um, but yeah, they leave the crappy song on there, and they take Hip Hop Doll off, and I don't know why, and I freaking love that song. But anyway... Uh, Digital Underground, Sex Packets is the album. It's hmm. good. Um, in a complete different, I don't even know what genre you would call this band, but uh, I'm going to talk about Vampire Weekend. Hmm. I know you know a lot of their stuff. Um, you've heard it around me at the very least. And um, I think they're one of those bands that more people might have heard them than they realize. Like, uh, oh, that's them. But uh, they... They caught my ear because they are definitely doing their own thing. They definitely make sounds I've never heard before. And that's the best way I can say it. Honestly, I think that's why Radiohead is, be, you know, why we all paid attention. Because let's yeah. face it, Creep, the bassist does yeah. that. And, yeah. and we're just like, what? Yeah. You're like, what did you yeah, You just made a sound I never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what caught our attention. And they're just like that. Um, they're heavy on the violin too, and I'm a huge fan of the violin. Although I'll be damned if I understand where that line between a fiddle and a violin is. I understand it's based on size in some way, but they or seem how you to stand too. The, yeah, I, I think don't fiddle know. you have to do it sideways yeah. or something. You know, I, I don't know. And you have to dance. I love all of it. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, you got to dance, especially but, the devils around. That's awesome. Um, you gotta, you gotta, if you're playing for your soul, you got to. Um, As a Charlie Daniels man reference, it most certainly was. <laughs> So, uh, Vampire Weekend, Kids Don't Stand a Chance is the first song I heard by them, and uh, I liked it. It was good. Um, and I, I honestly, I like almost all their stuff. I really do, because they have a unique sound. But uh, just name a couple. Oxford Comma is very popular. Um, not to mention, as I think the first line is, who gives a fuck about an Oxford Comma? And all I can think is Grandpa. Hmm. Because, let's eat Grandpa. Versus, let's eat grandpa. Yeah. Comma saves lives. <laughs> grandpa cares about an Oxford comma. Jeez. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so would you say you like your violence with your violins? <laughs> my violence with my violins? <laughs> um, name a couple songs. Uh, a couple more songs. I'm just going to ignore you and move right on. Yeah, exactly. Um, we got Step. We got M79. <laughs> and we got Horchata. And um, I don't know why. I'm not a fan of the boss. Uh, Springsteen? Just not a fan. But, but, but. I know. He's written some great songs. I agree. He's a very talented lyricist. And as a person, by the way, I'd yeah. love to hang out with the boss. Seems like a great dude. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of Bruce Springsteen's music. However, the Vampire Weekend does a cover of Going Down, that song. Uh, yeah. I don't actually know if that's the name of it or not, but um, it's fucking great. It is phenomenal. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm a mad fan of Bruce Springsteen's lyrics. I will give him mad props for that. Yeah. But um yeah, just somehow some way and it kind of pains me because I'd like to be a fan of the boss, but I'm simply not. I work somewhere else. He's yeah. not my boss. <laughs> not your boss. <laughs> he's not my boss. Yeah, he's he's somebody else's boss. He's not my boss. Yeah. Um so uh 
one-hit wonders. Um, these aren't even... Okay, this is two things here. I don't think either of these guys are one-hits. And I'm not even certain either of these are wonders. <laughs> They're just two songs that are completely random. I only know one song each by these people, and I particularly am fond of them. So uh, the first one is a guy called Matt Costa, and the song is called Mr. Pitiful. And it is... It's a great song. The video is awesome, too, actually. I give this guy mad props. He's one of those people. He just uh, seems to play every instrument. He's one of I've, those obnoxious I've seen the people. video. Yeah, where he's got the... You just walk around like, I think San Francisco yeah, in the video. Oh, it's fantastic. I know the song. It's fantastic. Um, I don't think he's done any other songs. Um, no, no. He made that one song, and then that, one, that yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he made an album, and it's blank, except for the... like it, it's, the one. Like, tracks one through three are blank, and then four is yeah. this song, and then... It's a catchy it's song. Blank. But no, it's a really good song, yeah. and the lyrics are really good. Um, but it's funny because it's it's not what it appears. It's one of those. Like, it's so poppy and cheery, but then you listen to it, and you're like, oh, that's got a little depth to it. I dig that. Um, but it's got a line that I f- fucking love, and it's, uh, if you don't like the movie, then quit acting. Mm. And it's like, man, that that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I really dig that. Um, the other one's a, uh, I don't know why I like the song. It's just, it's melancholy, and I definitely dig it. Um, but it's a dude named Curtis Harvey. And the song is called Medicine. And uh, I don't think he's done anything. Um, he, I know he made a whole album, but uh, I, and I'll be honest, I did give it a try, but it wasn't my bag. Um, but this song specifically, definitely, definitely enjoyed. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for try some new things, there you go. And I think that's all I have for music today. Um, you got anything else tonight, my man? Um, no, no. Do you have any shout-outs or anything? Not tonight. I mean, a shout-out to, you know, other than the usual shout-out to all our fans. Can't thank you enough for all those thumbs-up, those likes, those, uh, just being a listener, quite frankly, you know? Yeah, yeah thank you. And, um, yeah, and, and, uh, again, we're gonna keep doing this, so we love having you along, and, uh, well, that's about all I have. Okay, then I will do my stuff. Standard. Oh, look at that. See, we're getting better. We're getting better. We, uh, I still... Uh, oh, no, we're I, not done yet. We don't I, know if we fixed it. I'm remiss. Right. Oh, yes. I forgot my confession. I was supposed to order the green screen. I have not yet done it. It's on me. So, yeah, now the wife can be pissed at me another couple weeks. But uh, we will be doing that very soon. And uh, then we, God knows where we'll be appearing from. But uh, something to look forward to. Yeah, we got to figure out. Hey, maybe people can say suggest a wallpaper or background or video to oh, put absolutely. behind us when we have a green screen. Oh yeah, and on that note too, if anybody has LLC names, you know we're interested. But boy, it's tough. The bar's high. Yep, Haley. Yep, way to go, Haley. <laughs> so is that it? That's it. All right then. Then this is Sean. This is Kevin. And that's the one other thing. Good night. Fucking nailed it tonight, buddy. I knew we had it in this. <laughs> Ah, great ending. I love that. (laughs) 